Cats don't seem to understand that keyboards, you know, are not to be well, trampled upon. They don't have uh, an extensive knowledge of IT equipment. <laughs> they have a rudimentary knowledge of IT equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. This is episode 80, recorded on October 29th, 2017. I'm this week's host, Michael, and joining me is Evan and James. Evan, how you doing? The name is Dr. 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 Neil Blevin seven seven <laughs> the five time oh my God. podcasting champion. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> All how, the, how, long very, been, how, how long you been planning that? Like since last night. Wow. Yeah, I was watching. I was <laughs> I was watching uh, some of Doctor Disrespect's YouTube highlights, and I was like, "Oh, I can do that. That'll be good." Genius. <laughs> Very few people will actually understand what that's from if they don't watch Dr. Disrespect. And if they don't, then you're making the wrong life choices. Dr. Disrespect, huh? Yep. He's the two-time 1993-1994 blockbuster video game champion of the world. I see. Gotta be more enthusiastic. The funny thing is, he's so prolific that even Evan knows he has the years and the name of the championship correct. He's like 1983, <laughs> 1984. Like he knows it. Like I've watched tons of it, so I definitely know it. But the guy's hilarious, and he's a genius in marketing. He's very smart. Never heard of him. Did you gotta watch Twitch more? Yeah, he's funny. More than none at all. More than none at all. Now. Yes, we've we've discussed this. Your it's true. Your love for video games peaks at watching other people play video yeah. games. Yeah, Twitch is so made Twitch for you. is perfect. <laughs> this is true. This you can true. get involved with the gaming community because you have Amazon Prime, and with Amazon Prime, you can have a, a you get a free Twitch subscription every month, so you can support your your favorite uh, personality, involve yourself, make some friends. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. Can I find love, Evan? Um. He's like, no. Chances are no. But they there's a community for everyone. I would recommend you check out the IRL or creative sections. Um, if you're looking for that sort of thing, mm. that's where you'll find lots of weirdos. Gee, thanks. <laughs> No, plus you can, I mean, for for you, for, for someone with your eccentric tastes, uh, you can definitely find <laughs> women who meet your particular Specific requirements. requirements, yes. Uh, the specs that I require. They, they do have a bunch of female streamers from Japan. Yes, hmm. many of the Asian countries. Yeah, many of the Asian countries. You're looking super cute. And they're like, 
They're like, oh, you got that? Oh, got killed! You know? <laughs> it's funny, actually. There's a bunch of funny videos out there watching them play. And some of them are really good. So I, I only recommend the creative and IRL sections because while there's probably more potential lovers in all the game channels, uh, they might be concentrated on actually playing the game more so than interacting with the audience. Yeah. I, s- I see. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, good to I think know. If, I think if Michael put his mind to it, he'd be a mod in like four or five channels before oh, he even, sure. before we even knew what happened, you know? We Absolutely. Time for that. No, you'd, you'd make the time. No, you would. Yeah, you would. That's like, that dude, the whole thing is made Second for Life for 13 hours a day. No. The whole thing's made for you, man. <laughs> dude, if you stream Second Life, you'd have several people watching. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be twos of threes of people enjoying <laughs> your stream. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, so you need to get on Twitch. Um, other than that, um, migrating my NAS was less easy than I thought. It's still in progress. For whatever reason, the 10 gigabit connection is fully recognized, but only going at like 50 megabytes a second instead oh. of 500. <laughs> Um, I compiled kernel modules for the card in case it wasn't supported. Um, tried to tweak NFS settings and tunables, but to no avail. So I'm just doing it the old way for now and I'll figure out the rest later. But so it's going to take a couple days, but at least it's transferring over the fiber. So it's not like hammering the rest of my network. It's a 10 gig fiber card? Yeah. You have a fiber switch? No, they're directly connected. Oh. I see. Their own set of IPs and everything. Huh. Mm hmm. I'll be doing a little write up. So is it iSCSI? No. It's just 10 gig Ethernet. I see. Interesting. So it's like. You just have like a file share. Yeah. I see. I thought about doing iSCSI. I I didn't make any moves towards implementing that. Um but again, it, like if that's the way I was going, I could probably just figure out how to put the drives in a new uh pool, like all in the same machine and copy it essentially locally. But I don't feel like doing that right now. So, like, 60% success. Excellent. Yep. I particularly liked the way you mounted those fans. Yes. Oh, there's uh, I there's more pictures I didn't send you. Um, well, which fans? The ones on top of the heatsink or the my yeah. fan wall? No, the, the ones on top of the heatsink. Now, I don't know if you're being facetious or not. Well, I I am sort of, but okay. it was interesting. Well, utilizing various pieces, small pieces of double-sided tape, they are quite sturdy. You might be able to, you know, hold the motherboard by the fans, um, but they're certainly sturdy enough to be vertical and not fall off because for many months they were, in another case, vertical. Vertically, mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah, they're on there very well. 
Um, I have another 120 millimeter fan sort of against, uh, while really sitting on top of all the IO panel ports in the back, just like inside the case, not secured to anything as an exhaust fan. Um, the power supply is not secured because I had to change it and I'm out of Velcro and it's not a normal like ATX case. So everything is kind of, uh, MacGyvered in there, I guess. Everything's Except, held together with, with uh, bubble gum, duct tape, and hope. Yes. Except the motherboard. The motherboard's perfect because it's a super micro chassis and it's a super micro board. Everything works fine. It's great. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have an 80 millimeter Antec fan blowing on the controller cards because those heat sinks can get pretty warm. Hmm. So, James, I know this is all fascinating. I apologize. No, it's, it's, it's you're like fun. I see you drifting off. You're like, I'd love to get the intro done, so then we can we can dive right in. Let's let's well, get this, this is intro pretty... and into the news. <laughs> we... Okay, James, I'm here. How you doing? I'm fine. That's enough out of you. Let's get into the news. <laughs> no, All right. James, I'm got? sorry to cut you off. What what did you do this past week? Anything interesting? No, I didn't. I didn't do anything interesting. Okay. I don't know interesting. I I do I, we we should discuss the NAS a little bit more. Get the get get into. The well, I'll thing. do I'll do a write up, and you can ignore it when I post it because I know you don't care, even though it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. It interesting. I won't read it though. Wouldn't I know you won't? Uh, uh, what I'll do is when I want to build one, I'll just harass you <laughs> until you point me angrily at your write up. You should have read that write up two years ago, fucker. <laughs> yeah. If either of you guys are in the market for some ancient server components, let me know. I have no use for the old motherboard and controller cards. Um, but I'll be happy when it's all done. I'll have about 22 terabytes of storage. That'll be nice. Yeah. Jesus. Michael, you just got your system, right? Your, your new one in the mail? Oh, yeah. I did. That's correct. It's quick. Seems to be. Seems to be. I haven't run any benchmarks or anything, but, uh, you know, seems but to be working well. Anecdotally, it's, uh, you're like, oh, this is not slow. Yeah. No I mean, blue screens. Am I, like, opening things and I'm like, wow. No. You know, it's fine. <laughs> you should try playing Star Citizen. Since, I mean, your video card's going to be some, most of the bottleneck, but the last time you tried playing... It was either on a dual core with no hyper threading or a shitty four core. Right. So you see if there's any performance difference. You're like, wow, I get eight FPS now. Instead of two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, so we're going to get into this later, but yeah, Star Citizen is like kind of a, uh, it's kind of a must have to have a SSD with Star Citizen. It doesn't run well with a regular standard drive. Well, he does have an SSD, but he has like a seven-year-old video card. Do you even? I thought you didn't put an SSD in there. Four hundred and eighty gig. SSD. Oh, okay, okay. I, for some reason, I thought you said you last night you didn't want to put one. Put one in. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You need a new video card then. Yep. I'll get there. Slowly but surely. Okay. So they have. They have. Uh. If you can get one of those, if they have a daughter card for M.2, 
you can get an M dot the you can get the uh an M dot two uh card from Intel for I think a thirty two gig one is forty four bucks or sixty bucks or something like that. What would you why just would, load the operating system? That? Or just, just load, load the game the on that? Just load the OS. Mm. You can get you can, two like, of I don't know if you I don't yeah, you get two of them. Like, I don't know, can you rate can can they go together? Will they see each other and be like, Oh, we're doubled up? You <laughs> raise zero, up. aka doubling up. Doubling up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's I so I think M.2 if it's built into the board, you can raid them if you have <sighs> to I don't know if you have to get them on uh, the PCI Express card adapter. I don't know if that makes it act more like NVMe, which is sort of kind of finicky or sorry, finique about being being <laughs> <What>? rated. <laughs> finique, that's right. Uh, but I mean, you're until you get you know two 1080 Ti's. Don't your SSD is fine. NVMe is like negotiable compared to regular SSD. Like you're not gonna notice a huge um, gain. I, I mean, I saw Linus Linux Tech Tips, and yeah. he did a comparison between the NVMe and the NVMe SSD and the M.2, and there was like significant boot difference, like a 40 second difference in boot speed for a M.2 over the other ones. <laughs> Yeah, but that everything else was about the same, and games loaded a lot faster. Applications were crazily fast, like fucking Excel, Word, Outlook. That stuff just like flies up. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but I think I still think if you got an extra forty bucks, maybe it'd be fun to play with. But then you have to buy. Oh no, that comes. That James just said like thirty-two gigs for. 40 bucks the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, try it. I don't know if this computer has the capability for any of that. No, I mean, well, you would put it in a PCI Express yeah. slot. A daughter card, Michael. That's not the right term at all, Michael. <laughs> I kind of Okay, is. James. Well, daughter cards are... I don't think daughter, card, daughter cards are something different, right? That's, that, you I mean, they're kind time. of... They're kind. Every PCI card is kind of like a daughter card. You're not 100% wrong. I think daughter cards these days are probably more like in servers and stuff. Like mezzanines? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, buy a video card first. Yeah. 200 bucks. You can get one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with it. Uh, What do we got first up? LA Times. First, yeah. Okay. So, hell of a family here. Um, a gentleman... I use the term loosely, named Bruce Douglas Paddock, who happens to be the brother of Stephen Paddock, the guy who shot up Las Vegas recently, um, was arrested last week on charges of child pornography. So the police department was investigating him already, you know, not having, it's a separate investigation from anything having to do with his brother, but um, he was being sought by the uh I think LA Los Angeles police department after evidence of child pornography was found in a business where he had been squatting because he's homeless. Speaking of squatters rights. Uh, hmm. So, 
So being homeless and probably of poor health, um, police found him at a nursing facility that offers long-term and short-term uh, treatment, medical care. Um, is it his, uh, was it his stuff or just someone left it where he, like, well, they believe it was his, um, I'm sure there's a case still ongoing. It's not like they have a, a photograph of him, like holding up printed out pictures of child porn or anything. I don't know exactly how they go about proving that maybe digital fingerprints of some sort. Um, Sounds like a setup. It could be. What's the word other than setup? False flag. Could be that, oh. yeah. <laughs> a false flag, Jesus. It's a false flag. There's nothing wrong with child porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, like I said, hell of a family. This guy had had numerous run-ins with the law over the past 25 years. Um, and at one point... His slash their father was on the FBI most wanted list for being a bank robber. Right. We talked about that when the yeah. shooting shooting happened. So, yep. Well, interesting. The family that lays together, slays together. I don't know. I sure. Don't know what to- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a family that prays together. P-R-E-Y. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, there we go. I'm writing that down. I'm not going to write that down. I will. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, James. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I can only do it because of you guys. All right, yep. I'll take that as a compliment. Is it okay? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, now, no, were you going to say something about that? Uh-uh. Oh, just moving on. Yeah, let us continue. Okay. Um, into some monkey research. Uh, scientists associated or funded by uh, DARPA have created so honest, honestly kind of like what Professor Farnsworth did in that Futurama episode where he gave uh, like that top hat to to the monkey and he got real smart. Mm-hmm. So they've created this cap to perform non-invasive transcranial direct current stimulation or like shock your brain. And they tested it on a group of macaques for um, associative learning to, like, you know, do certain actions and they'll get a treat. Or solve certain puzzles and they'll get a treat. So the control group. Have they not seen? They did not see Futurama. They don't know the perils of fucking with macaques. (laughs) Well, I meant, like, you know, Planet of the Apes and all that, you know. Oh, the uprising? Yeah. I mean, I think this is fairly controllable. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. I, they probably did not take that into account. Hmm. The, you know, being science fiction and fantasy and all that, like, this could never happen. Totally dismissing that 40 year ago science fiction is now current day amazing technology. So you do have a valid point. True. I take back any criticism that I may have put forth. It's okay. I forgive you. Thank you. So in the control group of these macaques, it, it took them 22 um, attempts to solve this puzzle to get a treat. Um, whereas for the group that was wearing these transcranial direct current stimulation caps, uh, it took them 12 tries 
to learn the same behavior. So the thought is that it increases, um, I'll say memory formation, uh, which is what they wanted to see. What the researchers wanted to see because this Are you making that up or is that what it is? No, that's what it is. Okay. So it's stimulated. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, Where is it? Okay, in this experiment, we targeted the prefrontal cortex with individualized non-invasive stimulation montages, meaning they shocked the prefrontal cortex, I guess. Uh, that's the region, that region of the brain that controls many executive functions, including decision-making, cognitive control, and contextual memory retrieval. So, hmm. learned, you know, learned behavior, basically, which is a good thing. Because the research was done as part of DARPA's rest- Restoring Active Memory, or RAM program, um, oh, oh. that focuses on traumatic brain injury. So hopefully, well, what they're hoping is that a wireless, you know, implantable version of this uh, will, will be available to give people with uh, traumatic brain injury to help them, you know, re-remember or learn, you know, relearn at a much faster rate or create the matrix. Like you gain 40% speed here. You build a new cap. That's 40% better. Put that on. You gain another 40%. It's exponential in a couple generations. You have the singularity. Mm-hmm. So I'm afraid of Evan. Don't be afraid. Embrace. I mean, I want the singularity for us, just not for the, the macaques. You, you know that? Well, yeah, man. Fuck I'm macaques. fairly sure you could defeat a macaque in hand-to-hand combat. Could you? Can, could you defeat twenty macaques who all learned to crawl my guy yesterday? <laughs> right. That's the question. See, ask the. You got to ask the important See, questions, my man. Okay. Uh, uh, let me. I understand. That's that's a very good point. He's like, first of all, Krav Maga is an inferior. <laughs> Krav Maga. <laughs> Krav Maga is purely defensive. Okay. No, it's not. Um, if if there are twenty macaques who have gained the ability to teach themselves Krav Maga from YouTube videos, <laughs> then in the next iteration <laughs> of their of their brain web technology, they'll surely realize that they're above combat and they have no need for physical violence. So I think you're safe. Okay, but once they've become accustomed to that mindset, that's the perfect time to strike. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. Because they're like, oh no, it's cool, bro. Like, yeah. Aha! Like, we're peaceful. Chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right to the fucking throat, right? Yep. Oh, you're gonna be like uh, Neo that I learned Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Alright, cool. So well, I thought that was pretty interesting. Thank you for the uh impending doom. Yep. Evan? Integrating biology, technology, theology. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Well, next up, this is the last thing in the news section we got. Um, so this is two women. They set sail from Hawaii, and they their intended destination was Fiji. Apparently, it's a it's a fairly common thing for people to do. Mm-hmm. And the trip should take about a month. They were lost at sea for five months. 
was like five years. <laughs> might, might as well be shit. But so it was two women, like some woman. It was her boat or her friend, and then they had two dogs with them, and uh, they were they were found um, after five months, and yeah, they had a broken mast and a disabled engine, hmm. and they were found uh, thousands of miles off course. <laughs> so the broken mast, disabled engine, they were basically adrift. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. They, get this. They were making distress calls for 98 days straight, but they get, they assume they're out of range. That is an issue. How'd they keep power all that time? Power. Power. How'd they make distress they calls? They probably had solar panel. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, these are the people with the dog, right? Mm-hmm. I want to know when they said they found them. I was like, "Why didn't they eat the dog? Had the dog survived? They're part the of the family, James. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat the dog either. But I'm just saying, after 98 days, how the fuck does the dog? It was two dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how did yeah, the two, dogs two dogs stay alive? Like, how what they eat? No, they they had a year's worth of food on board. Oh, okay. So they were just kicking it, man. These bitches need to stop complaining and learn how to take a vacation lightly. They were kicking it. <laughs> yeah, they were kicking it. They, they probably they were, back, they were got... being attacked by tiger sharks. <laughs> <laughs> were they? They were in a boat. Yeah. So guess what? Listen, I got no pity for them. I would love a vacation with a year's worth of food, two dogs, and tiger sharks to fuck around with all time, and just kicking it, just chilling on the open sea, nothing but the open sea, and kicking it. <laughs> Punks. That, that can be arranged. <laughs> Mike's like, there's several planks of wood in the dumpster behind my building. <laughs> Please make a fashion a raft, a shoddy raft. <laughs> so half of your body is always in the water yeah. for the tiger sharks to enjoy. They may nip at your, nip at your toes. <laughs> they will pluck your toes like grapes off of the vine. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad they made it back, but shit. I mean, at least they were smart enough. They had a year's worth of food. What kind of food was it, they say? Uh, mostly like you know, dried, dried stuff. So they had a desalinator powered by a solar panel, presumably. They must have, yeah. yeah. They say oh. that the best way to, uh, the best food, the best food, survival food now is dried stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah. like all dry stuff. Versus just, what? Versus like an MRE or like canned food or, or mm-hmm. food in like jar, jarred food, like canned, like canned by your grandmother. Just because the, the the dried food, it's easier to carry. You can take more of it. For, yeah, they had like a huge says, weight saving. It said they had mostly oatmeal, pasta, and rice. Does it not harbor bacteria very well, or something? Also, like, is that a bonus? I mean, yeah, because it's dry. It's all it's completely dried out. So all hmm. they had to do was be able to make water and make heat to heat the food. If they could heat the food, then they're in business. You just got to beware of mites. Mm, true. Mm-hmm. The, the classic oat all. mite. <laughs> like, oh my god, Becky, there's an oat mite in your food. <laughs> well, dumb bitch, I need the protein. <laughs> so get this: a, a boat called the U.S. Navy boat called the USS Ashland rescued them, right? Yeah. And it says they will remain on board until the ship's next port of call. Okay. So I don't know if that's like in two days or if that's like in three weeks or. <laughs> 
how that works. Is the boat in tow? Nope. Or they're it, like it's, sink it, it. It's a. It's been abandoned. It's been scuttled. It's been abandoned. They they said they were afraid the boat wouldn't last another day when oh, they got wow. rescued. So it was fucked up. Yeah. I see a picture here. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look great. So they're like, oh, we're hoping someone will find it or whatever. But uh, that boat's probably done. Oh, geez. Look at it's that. It's in the hands of the tiger sharks now. Probably. Yeah, that boat is beat to shit. It's I mean, all it's rusted pretty... out. Yeah, I mean, these boats have to have And it was a small-ass boat, too. Damn. Yeah, it's like a smaller sailing boat, kind of. Well, the whoever... Dog's like, dog's like, whatever, bro. <laughs> I had pasta for months, son. This is great. <laughs> I got to eat off the table, bitch. <laughs> I guess it speaks pretty highly for the manufacturer of that boat to be able to go yeah. like five months without any maintenance. And still Whatever, the mast broke and the fucking engine failed. So, <laughs> well, that's that's on the manufacturer of so, the mast and engine. When you say the mast <laughs> broke, you mean like the motor that pulls the uh, pulls the sail up? Is what broke? it must be because it looks know. intact. Yeah, like it's it's standing. Intact. So here's a, here's a question I have to ask, and I, I mean, I, look, I don't know. We obviously don't know anything about this. Why could they manually get the sail up there? Could be the rigging broke. So, like all the pulleys and everything. Here's a question: um, As a backseat salesman, uh, as, a back, as a backseat sailor <laughs> who's never sailed a day in his life and knows nothing about what these women went through, yeah. Um, if it was me, I'd been like, because it looks like they got the sails. I'd have been like, let's fashion some way to pull to get this rigged up. But the thing is, getting it down would be a pain, and they got to pull it down if it's like raining or whatever. Maybe it wasn't worth putting up just to try to get it down and then put it back up again. They'd have to climb up there manually, and it probably maybe they just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say maybe there's no way to get up the mast, but in one of the pictures, it shows someone climbing like halfway up. Yeah, you see, I see like they look like hooks all on the side. So hooks, they all, yeah, hooks. Yeah, these women look fucking. They look great. They look. They got a nice tan. They need to stop bitching. They look tan and relaxed. It's like, where do you go to the bathroom? It's like everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that was our only defense against the tiger sharks. Pee at them. Strategic yeah. shitting. Pinch a oatmeal filled loaf right <laughs> over the edge, and they would eat that for the for the fiber. <laughs> oh, that's horrific! Oh wait, they're a hundred miles southeast of Japan. Uh, not a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. They're all the way on the other side of Japan. They were um nine hundred miles southeast of Japan. When they were There's filming. like nothing out there, right? Actually, that's not too far. Nine hundred. Oh no, wait! Miles? I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the southwest. I was like, well, there's like Malaysia's over there and Singapore. It's like no, the other way. <laughs> yeah, the other way where there's nothing. Yeah. It's like wave to Tonga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. You know what? This is a this is a I'm sorry, I'm still on this thing cuz I was watching yeah. the video. This is a cautionary tale to all sailors though. Like 
and I mean, maybe maybe sailors know this. Maybe it's not new, you know. But it seems like we always hear stories about like, oh, they found a boat with no body on it, you know, mm-hmm. um, just drifting. It's like just a dead, you know, and nobody knows where the boat came from. You see this, and I kind of got to think these these people have to be like, you know, the smartest two women ever to have that much food on the boat. Like five months, they were still good. They were still good to go. They probably were rationing a little bit. They probably stretched that five that 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 year out to. They could probably could have stretched that year out to a year and a half, you know, before they had to start eating some fucking beef. Yeah, or whatever AKA dog dogs is considered. <laughs> is dog considered beef or a dog? <laughs> Oh, well. I think, I think beef is traditionally cow. However, sometimes it's water buffalo in India, based on cultural norms. We'll have to save that for our trip on the ocean. Yeah, with my cat. Our is last cat beef. Our last trip. <laughs> yeah, our last trip. <laughs> the First last vacation we ever take. That's right. <laughs> First and last sailing trip. Yeah. <laughs> three idiots. <laughs> Let me tell a tale of three idiots on the sea. <laughs> You know, Jamie's dad has a boat like that. Of course he does. Yeah. Why? He's 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 a man of the earth. What do you mean? Like, he sailed he sailed across his land in West Virginia? No, he sailed he he sailed up and down the coast, I think, a couple times. Not far, but like on the coast of Maryland. Just like forty five minutes here and there. Yeah, like little little trips, nothing major. His boat's small, man. You I wouldn't want to take that anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been on it, but it, I was like twelve. I mean, you know, long time ago. I haven't James, been boating. I was gonna say, for as much as you advocate getting, you know, to an island during a zombie apocalypse, you should be an expert on provisions, boaters' rights, squatting on boats, <laughs> <laughs> navigation, boaters' rights. <laughs> well, I always envision, you know. A, an aircraft of of sorts. Maybe that's too complicated, though. It's way more dangerous. You're I not really going to fall is, anywhere if you jump out of a boat. You got to buy the aircraft and then take classes on YouTube. <laughs> fuck a license. Then when the shit hits the fan, <laughs> take classes on YouTube. Like that's a thing. You go get you go get <laughs> your plane and you fly away, and you hope for the best. <laughs> and you fly to your island with a fucking AK-47 and. Pull a Christopher Columbus on all the natives, meaning teach them Spanish. It's like infect them with cholera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And smallpox. <laughs> and lead poisoning. Yes. Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So give them Western diseases. Yeah. AKA your cock. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Not James. yours. I mean, cocks in general. It's a Western disease penis the number one killer of <laughs> of lives all over america penis <laughs> okay james i want you to investigate boating i'm into boating back. dude i'm into boating i'm so into boating it's crazy no i really wanted to uh, dude okay trump me me and my ex-girlfriend <laughs> wanted to we were like we're gonna move to texas i found a little place and she wanted to move to galveston near her some family members and i was like i found a place where there's a boat dock that will put us right on the coast. We can rent the boat dock. I checked the prices of the boat dock. I was so stoked. And I was like, we could be in Jamaica or the Bahamas in like 15 hours from that boat dock. Like and 15 like, days. Yes. No, well, I don't know. It wasn't that far. It was like maybe 
150 miles, 200 miles, or something like 300 miles. Okay. It wasn't that far. Well, as as I've been to Galveston a total of one time, so I'm an expert. That's true. And um, <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Just don't fuck with the Galveston Police Department. Uh, that's not my intention. Unless they're boat police. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do have boat police. Yeah. Oh, no, it's well, the BPD. I'll- as my as Evan claim, Evan says, I'll claim boaters' rights. <laughs> this is international waters, it's like, sir. This is Galveston. You're standing. You're literally standing in a puddle in the Pancake House parking lot in Galveston, sir. <laughs> when I went to Galveston, this is not really related, but only related because it was in Galveston. Uh, we went to the Rainforest Cafe, which I thought was. Odd, but kind of cool at the same there time. There was one in Rockville, right? It's gone now. Lake Forest Mall or... Mm, there was one in Tyson's. Tyson's? I, I was think. it Tyson's? But it's gone. <laughs> I yeah. thought there was one in... Maybe it was Tyson's. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Galveston, I'm, I'm down. I'm with it. All right. We're gonna James is like, you were not invited, but thank you. No, for your enthusiasm. Ex girlfriend, I can take a dude instead. <coughs> I can oh give my. him. I'll I'll give him the gift that's killed many westerners. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, the clap? <laughs> no. Yeah, penis. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. So moving on from me and Michael's admission of gayness. <laughs> Alleged. What's what's next? Here? Move on to some stranger danger. So. This is something interesting from our best friend Amazon. Um, super sketchy. Have you heard? You've heard about this? Yes, super sketchy. So for Prime members, there is a new product slash service being offered called Amazon Key. It requires that you purchase a two hundred and fifty dollars package, which includes a camera which hooks up to your network and a smart lock, which presumably also hooks up to your network. So when an Amazon package is being delivered, if you're part of this program, um, you can, well, Amazon can authorize the delivery person entry into your home. So in lieu of leaving your package in the mailbox or on the front porch, you know, if you, if it's valuable, you think it might disappear for some reason, or there's any question about it being delivered in the first place. Um, you, the delivery person will be though, I guess they'll submit, you know, a a delivery request to Amazon or something. Amazon be like, okay, this is legit. Unlock your door. The camera will turn on. You'll see footage. You'll be able to rewatch footage of the package being delivered. And I guess, you know, presumably the delivery person closes the door behind them, leaves in peace. So, as James said, it's kind of sketchy. They're not going to be, I'll say, allowed to like walk around your house, um, you know, freely. The camera should be within, they say, within 25 feet of the door. Maybe if you have a small house, that's nearly across the whole thing. Um, but on sort of another uh, review of this, someone pointed out, you know, this just encourages a lot of shady people to start working for delivery services who handle Amazon packages. So like UPS and FedEx, even the post office delivers sometimes. 
Uh, Amazon even has their own delivery service. They're sort of standing up. It's like AMZL, something like Amazon Logistics um, in certain areas. And while it may not be the driver themselves who is the perpetrator, I guess you could say, they could, you know, scout houses and say like, okay, this guy gets a package like four times a week. It's all, you know, it's always like, I see new electronics in there all the time and they'll report back to their thieving buddies and, you know, they'll schedule an appropriate time to pull a little B and E. So that's a negative aspect. Um, something else that's also offered with this as Amazon branches out into home services, um, you know, you can, you can schedule like cleaning through Amazon, I guess. And if you buy electronics, a lot of the times they'll say, do you want home and professional installation with this? And you know, you can tack on another $85 if you suck. Um, but that will also be part of this. So if you're not home, you need like a plumber to come over or an electrician or a maid. If you don't have a maid service and you, for whatever reason, want to book all that stuff through Amazon, they will also use this key access. So that's what that is. That's interesting. So one of my buddies actually has his roll your own version of this set up at his house. Yeah. Now, is it any different than having like a ring doorbell plus a smart lock? So someone rings your doorbell, camera comes on, you're like, hey, what's up? You're like, okay, Amazon, let me unlock the door for you. Bye. Is that the same kind of thing? Uh, Yeah, except he just has... He just has a, a smart lock, like probably exactly like one of those, mm-hmm. quick set or Yale or whatever. And then he right. has, um, and then he just has cameras installed all in and around the house. Okay. Um, and they're triggered by motion, you know. So, so the smart lock is, how does he know when when to let someone in? Well, he has pre-authorized people. Oh, okay. So this person comes to the house twice a week. Like a cleaning service and whatnot? Yeah. And they have their own code? And they something? have their own code that you could revoke later if you want. Mm-hmm. And you're notified whenever the lock is, you know, you're notified on your phone, like, oh, the door just unlocked. Whoever just entered, you know. And you can do the same thing with the cameras, like motion detected, you know, right. and you'll be notified. So it's almost the same kind of thing. This is just, you know, Amazon making it easy in one little package. Right. Um, which isn't a bad thing, I guess. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it it can introduce a lot of interesting problems. A lot of risks to various forms of security. Although this does increase the security of your packages. Um, It can decrease the overall security or, like you said, make you a target. Right. So, hmm, it's pros and cons. I will not be getting this. Although setting up my own system like your friend has is not out of the question. Um, I don't, I still don't think I would do it, but if I were to do it, I'd probably just make my own. Mm-hmm. I think the cameras, I think the cameras he got were from Netgear. Well, it's like a four pack or something. Right. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty neat, it's a pretty neat system. So 
They have a wired version and a wireless version. You know, the advantages are probably obvious for both. Yep. Um, so, yeah. How you can, you can do it. Mike, I'm going to enlist your um, electrical engineer expertise for a second. Okay. How do wireless chargers work? Like the Qi wireless charger or whatever? It's got the pad. Is it just a coil of wires in there? I have no idea. Induction charging? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I think it's I think it's like two coils on either side. Can you scale that up and make an entire wall that is that? Probably would not without probably not without giving all your children down syndrome. <laughs> and making your dick look funny. <laughs> True. Okay. Never mind. I was just thinking about wireless cameras, and I mean, you still have to plug them in, which sucks, but if you could attach them to a charging wall, that'd be awesome. Well, I think the ones that they have here are battery-powered. Okay. Or the batteries the ones... last for like six months or something on a 9-volt? Well, something like, I think whatever. they're rechargeable. Mm, okay. I think the camera's like rechargeable, and so you can... Um, But yeah, it lasts a long time. I forget how long exactly, but it, I mean, it's more than like a day or a week. It's longer right. than that. Okay. So, well, never mind my I mean, power not, wall then. It's not perfect, but, um, I mean, the advantages of the wired ones are obvious, you know, no charging issues. Right. But the cons are you got to run a damn wire. <laughs> so, but this, these, uh, so this, this whole thing, right? This Amazon thing, if I can chime in real quick. You may not. Um, no, I'm kidding. Go so ahead. they had uh, it's it's supposed to be that when you like at least if you use it for like receiving packages, the driver is not supposed to. He's supposed to do everything he can to not have to come into your house. Like he's like stick his hand in and drop the package like right against the wall or something. Right. You no. Know? Um, okay. So it's just to put it yeah. inside somewhere, not on your yeah. porch. Now let me ask you this: Why hasn't anyone come up? Like this is really stupid. Like we should, probably should have done this a long time ago, but like a big ass box outside your door, like like, like a, a personal Amazon locker. Yeah, that you just it, it just sits open, and when you close it, it locks. You don't need any fancy gadgets. You don't need to give fucking whatever. You just put a sign on it, it says "Put my Amazon stuff here," and they put their shit in there and close it, and it locks. Done. You know. Yeah, you could make that. I'm as for why there's not a company out there who has that product. I don't know. That's a good I'm idea. Sure, I'm sure somebody. Ha- because, like, honestly, I don't want people coming to my house, you know? Like, who wants that? I hate, yeah. like, well, dude, when, when when a guy comes, I don't have anything really worth, I have a few things worth stealing, but for the most part, it's stuff that if it was stolen, I'd know. So, if someone came to my house and robbed me, it would be like, I would know immediately. As soon as I got home, I'd be like, where's my computer? Where's this? Where's that? Like, I'd know. But for, but, you know, so, I, I mean, I've let... I've, when they say, oh, the guy has to come in and change the filter in your thing. I'm like, okay, whatever. I just go to work. But, dude, I don't like when people come to my house. I don't think anybody does. If you have pets, what if you have a dog? I mean, fuck, man. They have these all these requirements. Like, they're supposed to come knock on the door and be like, is there a dog? Okay. You know, it's too much, man. You you involve all these humans. Oh, forget about it. You're going to get robbed. That's you not time my- efficient either. Yeah. You think a UPS driver has that extra 20 seconds? Yeah. He, I mean, he doesn't, though. He doesn't. Dude, Orion, I mean, our friend, our, uh, 
uh, Dave, yes. he, he's a he's a UPS driver, and he just like fucking he runs up. He doesn't have time. He has too many packages. He doesn't have time to go fuck around. Like knock on the door. Is there a dog? Let me knock again. Is anyone home? I don't know. Uh, you know, no. Yeah. Anytime UPS comes here, by the time that they'll ring the doorbell, and by the time that I get to the door, which They're is gone. like twenty feet away, he's back to the truck already. Yeah. With your package? No. <laughs> No, that's only happened like once. But it has happened. Once, yeah. And that might have been actually um USPS. Cuz I got I was home the whole day. I was working from home and I opened the front door and there was a, like we attempted to, to deliver your package. You know, we failed. Come pick it up. And I was like, "Dude, you never rang the doorbell. There was no knock. You're a dick. <laughs> Come back and deliver my shit." He's like, I'm here all day, bro. Yep. What, I got to work from the front porch now? Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, James, that's a good idea. They were talking about that on Linus Tech Tips on their WAN show. And um, they're like, instead of having this, why I would like an Amazon shed. They're like, yeah. I mean, they get a lot more you know, packages on a daily basis than any of us or all of us combined. Yeah. But if they had, you know, if you could have a, a box put on your porch or even a small building if you're a business, and it's like, okay, Amazon just put all the shit in there. Makes a lot of sense. Yep. And, and you wouldn't even have to leave it open. It would just have to be like a one-way a one-way door, if that makes sense. Like, you can't open it out. You can only, like, push a package through. Right. Mm-hmm. Good idea. That'd be fun. All right, James, make it happen. <sighs> um, Mike's like a professional delegator. He is. He should be on charge of a team. We need to get Michael a team. That's our new project for the for the, that, for the audience. Michael needs a team. There's there's pros and cons. He would have absolutely <laughs> no problem delegating responsibility. However, yeah. in that position, all the responsibility eventually does come back up to you. So if some shit doesn't happen, it's like, you know, the manager is responsible for their employees. So Mike would have to be in a management position to be able to delegate. But if something goes wrong, then it's Mike's responsibility and you can't delegate that blame. Yeah. Or you you can try. But <laughs> That's true. I was like, okay, well, I resigned. He needs, a, he needs like a sub-in manager who can like come in and take the blame. <laughs> yep. Pay him 50. Here you go, man. Just just eat shit for the next hour. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how it goes. All right. Move on to some sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So uh, I put a link in here. Just want to mention that uh, Star Trek Discovery has been renewed for a second season by CBS. Yes. So I was happy to see this, you know. Uh, that's That's very good news. That, yeah. Look, you know what's funny? The massive... I was thinking, I was like, I'm alone. Like, I hate that I like this show. <laughs> I hate it's a good I show. Like I want to hate it, but it's a great show. It's not the Star Trek that is near and dear to my heart, but True. it is a good show. It is. Yeah. It is it's, it's, and I was talking to this girl today, earlier this week about this, and I told her, I was like, the thing... 
she said she hated it. And I was like, well, you know what? I think I realized about this. If you love the original Star Trek and you want the original Star Trek, go watch Orville. But if you want, I look at this as some kind of a space thing taking place in the Star Trek universe on a enterprise on a on a on a Federation starship. That's all I think this is. I I don't wouldn't even call it like a Trek show. You know, it's barely a Trek show. It's it's just taking place in the same universe and around and sub, subject subject to the same laws and you know whatever. But but that's good. I mean, it's not not saying the old Treks are bad. Just this is different and it's different in a nice way. It shows you another side of the Federation. Yeah. Like if we're you know we're all familiar with. Star Trek Next Generation, the high moral standards kept by the Enterprise crew um, and Voyager and everything. But, I mean, there was one episode of Voyager where, uh, I think it was Voyager, where they encountered another Federation ship that was using, like, these ghosts or something to power their warp drive. That was Captain Rudy Ransom. Captain Rudy Ransom, yeah. And... You know, he's like, I do what I need to do to save my crew. And there's also those captains in the same universe, and we're getting to see some of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Captain Lorca is a shady, <laughs> like a damaged, fucked up dude that you're like, what's this guy going to do next? You know, this monster, this fucking savage, yep. you know? But I like it. I, I hate to say it. I hate... To fucking say it. The fucking guy grew on me. I'm ready for him. What's he going to do next? I want to see. I want to be there. He's a good captain. He's a great captain. So are you caught up? You're through episode six? Yeah, I'm caught up. Nice. That that ambush, though? Yeah. yeah. Now I knew, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I'm actually more curious about the, you know, the, the mystery race of people who was their, were their hosts. They yeah, mentioned them, but they showed, you know, three faceless figures in the background. I was like, what are these people? So, what was that show called? Michael, do you know that episode? I've only seen episodes one, two, and three. So, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Get it together. Oh, my God. Some fan you are. That's right. He's a phony. Phony! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sci-fi head comes right off. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find, figure it out. Hey, I'm still paying for it. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike some other people I know. Wait, you got a lot to. Oh, you're making some some harsh accusations, my friend. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> that episode was called Lathe. Okay. L e t h e. Okay, episode six. So this episode coordinates with, and people, this is a rumor, but I'm pretty sure it solidly coordinates. It coordinates with a show in the original series where in the original series, the... Uh, you mean an episode in the original series? An episode in the original series where where Kirk runs into a psychiatrist who was in the Federation but he finds her in Klingon space and she's crazy. Like she's insane and she's lost all her memories, but she's a psychiatrist and her story kind of matches up with the Admiral. So they kind of are thinking we're not going to ever see this Admiral again. Like she's never going to be back. 
she doesn't come, she doesn't become free. She ends up, she's on a prison colony and she doesn't get free until after either after the Klingon war or when Kirk finds her 10 years later. Ooh. Yeah. So that Lath is the name of her character on the original series. And this episode is called Lath. So people are thinking, and if you look at the, God, I wish I could find the fucking thing, the episode. You know what? Star Trek discovery showrunners and creators. Bravo. Yeah. Well played. Mike, you got yes. some catching up to do. Oh, I know. How are you on the Orville? Mm. Episode four. I saw the one where. Oh, what did they do? <sighs> Put them on your list right above Snatch. <laughs> I don't recall what, what the last one I saw. So they did the whole thing where it was. um. So I saw the the one where it's like, you know, can we change her to a guy? Right. Saw that. Then I saw the one after that. That okay. was that's the one where they find that ship that's these people think like they live on a planet. Yeah. And okay. I think that's it. I think that's all I've seen. Maybe one more after that. Alright. Well you are at least two episodes behind. I don't know what the episode is. I don't know what the article is I saw. I saw it on my phone. But yeah, it's an article that compares the two women and they look like they I think they knew from the beginning that they were gonna make her this character because she looks she's identical to the lathe from the other show. Her hair her hair is a brunette, she looks a lot like her. It's pretty crazy. So it's definitely that's definitely what's happening here. I think. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it too. I mean, it shows that they've done their. They actually did homework. They actually wanted to. They actually wanted to tie it in. Like people, I I get that people are salty, you know, and I want to be salty too. Like I want to dislike the show because CBS is just a pooch screwer. But at the same time, the showrunners did a good job with it. It's an. It's more. It's a more than acceptable continuation of the Star Trek universe. Well, and they renewed it because I think I read that. Um... You know, subscription for CBS All Access, of course, went like through the roof. So mm. people actually did subscribe, and okay. so they're like, "All right, cool, it's worth it." It's like yeah, season two. Why not? You know, I subscribe to it. And you know, the sad thing is, I was like, I won't find anything worth watching here, and I found a ton of stuff on there worth watching. All stuff that's like objection, uh, objectively horrible, like Bull. We talked about that last night, Michael. Ugh. And. Uh, I saw a show called Navy Seals with some of the fattest, most out of shape Navy Seals I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> but um, it was, it's still like, as far as like the gear and stuff, they obviously had somebody from, uh, from either from the Navy Seals or from the Navy or something like sit standing on the show saying, this is the gear because dude, the gear is like, the gear looks like amazing. It's like better than anything I've ever seen. And that for an airsofter is like gold. Like that's a reason to watch a show just just for it's like the gear whore in me to get aroused. Mm-hmm. There's another wacky show on there called Scorpion. It's like it's and I saw one of the trailers, one of the ads. It still comes on. It's like an episode like season five or something. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like how do the it might as well be like how do these fat nerds disarm this nuclear weapon? You know, I was like what Scorpion. There's like, there's like two fat guys, two fat obviously computer nerds standing in a nuclear silo like against a nuke. 
They're like, oh, we got to disarm this. I was like, come on, man. What is this about? So there was, so there's that show, which I'm surprised is still on the air. There was, there was another show on the air for many seasons, which I actually liked called um, Person of Interest. That was on CBS. Isn't that song? No. That was a good show. I liked it. Um, that was kind of similar, but not, you know. And then there was another show that was way similar that was with... Um, Jeremy Piven? No. What's the chick with who was in Medium? Ugh. Uh, yeah. She's an Arquette. Yeah. Um, so they had another show that was that. Patricia. But it was, yeah. But it was, um, Patricia, and it was a James Vanderbeek. It was her and James Vanderbeek. And they were like in the FBI or something, but it was like the FBI, like cyber division or something. Of course. And, oh my God, it was crap. Dude, of course, they're show, all the same. So there's a show that obviously is crap. Oh, that was CSI Cyber. That's what it was called. Uh, is that gone? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. So there's a show that is obviously crap, but it's still very good with Jeremy Piven. It just is in the first season. It's called Wisdom of the Crowd. It comes on CBS, and it's fucking great. And that's like one of my new heroines. Um, that show, basically, this guy's daughter gets killed. He's a tech. He's like the CEO of Google, let's say. <coughs> And he says, okay, we're going to design something. We're going to design a client-side app for people's phones that allows them to take pictures and decode and, and, and allows them to discuss crimes. So he says, he basically uploads, the, the, the app's called Sophie, named after his daughter, and he uploads, he uploads to the network. He's like, oh, there was a murder on such and such a street. And then people start aggregating, like, videos, footage, timelines, all kinds of stuff, the things they heard from all around the area and people keep putting it in. And then people, then there's a whole nother group of people on the forum, on the site who discuss and theory craft is like all crowdsourced. And then Sophie is an AI computer that kind of aggregates like, this is possible. This is impossible. You know, whatever. Um, the problem is they kind of fill in a lot of technical problems with, Ma- like black box magic they're like oh my god there's all these users basically they have one one episode where one of the the guy they're trying to find out who murdered him is a white supremacist like a famous white supremacist and so now they're like oh our site's getting filled with all this user bias and they're like oh i'll just interact i'll just turn on the sophie user bias algorithm i was like come on man <laughs> it's taking google like fucking nine months to get that working in in youtube and it barely works and you guys just flipped the switch and it worked and it was working. And then of course they have stuff that like, oh, our threat a- threat analytics matrix, blah, blah blah. I'm like, okay. Um Bull has stuff like that too. Like Bull's whole his whole business is based on a computer that has a matrix of juries. And I'm like, okay, it's magic. Like how are you all this is magic. It's just all black box magic, which is annoying to someone like me. But I feel like the Sophie thing, that's possible to a degree. Not the AI part portion of it. But like the crowdsourced information, um, that I think I'm like, why isn't someone making that? Because the only bad thing about it is in the Sophie, the way the Sophie app works in the show is the guy he uploads like someone says, oh, we, we got a picture of the victim with this guy and they upload it to his site and then he takes it and they manually physically a human manually vets every entry. So they vet the entry and then then. The guy on the like the manager on staff decides, okay, 
should we post this or not? Like he has to make the moral decision. Do we put this person's face on here? What if I'm, what if an angry crowd of people go after him? So basically, this is things like enabling vigilante justice, which is which is like the only scary thing about it. Which I know is like why no major company would be like, let's do this, you know. But for somebody who was like, I don't care what happens, this would be a cool thing to make because this in itself would solve a lot of crimes. Because there's a whole community of people out there who are into this. They're into crime solving, and they're into being involved, and they theory craft. They're still trying to figure out who murdered this person from 50 or 60 years ago, and is this person actually guilty? Like, they're still theory crafting all this stuff. Like, it's a huge Reddit. Reddit's about this and stuff. It's just a massive thing. You know, the ID channel is proof that people love solving crimes and love being amateur detectives. Um, so this is definitely, definitely could be really cool um, if somebody actually made it. You know, but if you're into that kind of stuff, it's worth watching. Sophie, uh, not Sophie, uh, Wisdom of the Crowd. Yeah, it comes on Thursdays, I believe. Cool. Hmm. <coughs> All right. More, more crap to watch. Yeah. Thank you, James. Michael, no, you I'm kidding. To fucking watch what you're supposed to watch, which is Orville and Star Trek, you fucking weeb. Um, Mike, I just okay. discovered that word weeb. Weeb? Are you familiar? Are you familiar with weeb and or weeaboo, Mike? No. What is a weeaboo? Same thing. Okay. What's a weeb? It's like you. You're a fucking weeb. I'm a weeb, Michael. You're not a weeb. (laughs) You sure? Yeah, I'm. I'm a weeb. No, you sure he's not? Oh, he's not. Well, I don't know. What, What? In what? Okay. What is a weeb for you? Um. Anyone who would have an anime body pillow? Mm. Okay, I'm not a weeb. Uh, I could be a weeb, though. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're close. You've just never ordered an anime body pillow. Yeah, I But that same sort of house. mindset. Yeah. I don't think Michael would do that, just out of laziness. And he would look at the girl on the pillow and be like, man, whatever. This isn't this is a young, sexually attractive teen Rare. Interested? <laughs> you know? I think Tia Carrere wrestles Michael's jimmies. <laughs> what? Sweet reference, bro. Dude, I love that. <laughs> I was just wrestling your jimmies. Oh man, I love that. All right. Well, next. Let me up. let me read you something real quick. Good. According to Google. A weeb is a person that's not Japanese but wishes they were. They're obsessed with Japanese culture. They integrate Japanese words into everyday language. They are brony tier disgusting. And otaku is just someone who's obsessed with something. So, James, you, as you have said before, you are more of an otaku than a weeb. Yeah, I'm, I'm an otaku about a lot of things. Michael's an otaku, otaku tier. El taco. What's the difference between an otaku and a weeb? An otaku, you could be not a, not an el taco. An otaku could be like you could be an otaku about guns or paperwork or books or, or it's like a person with an obsession. Well, it sounds or anime like an, or an, porn. Or it sounds whatever. like a weeb is an otaku for Japan. Mm, yeah, I guess. I guess on, so. on a much more, but it's it's way more aggressive. A much higher level. Yeah. Mm. I see. Okay. Off the charts. Fair enough. I guess I'm not. I'm not at that level. So, no. But there's potential. Well, sure. There's always potential. 
don't doubt yourself, Mike. You know, you could be a weeb one day. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, scrote. <laughs> Plenty of tards have great lives. <laughs> Whatever he says. <laughs> it's like, I, I ain't never seen no plant grow out of a toilet. He's like, hey, that was smart. You sure you're not the smartest guy in the country? Uh, (laughs) All right. So other thing I just wanted to mention, uh, Stranger Things Season 2 just came out Uh uh, this past uh, weekend. I think it was on Friday. I have not had a chance to look at it yet. I did enjoy very much Season 1 of Stranger Things. So I have high hopes for Season 2. Um. Definitely, definitely look forward to checking that out. Now, on that subject, I have added Stranger Things of my list of things to watch because I did not watch season one at all, even though I know it was very, very much loved and uh, adored. Mm -hmm. Did you realize or did you hear about one of the actors in Stranger Things? I heard about the one who was detained at the airport. Okay. Was was he detained for? Cocaine. Which one? One of the kids? Like the uh, Winona Ryder's older son. Oh, whatever that. What else that fits? He was cut flying in from the UK to LAX. He was detained for possession of like a minute amount of cocaine. Like maybe they just found traces of it or something. I don't even know. Oh, okay. So they kept him for a while and then they sent him back to London. See okay, so that's fine. I, I read some sensationalized headline which said that he was found with cocaine, which you know brought into question his entire acting career now and the fate of Stranger Things. Well, the like, problem well, is that I don't know. if he's, you know, if it's, I mean, they could deny him entry in the future. And if that's the case, then, you know, he might I not guess. be able to come back and film more scenes. You know, so. Right. Okay. But yeah, well, I'm glad to hear, Evan, that you're going to uh, give it a go. Yep. So I wrote it down on this piece of paper, which I will probably not throw out right after the show. Stranger Things is great. Yeah, Evan, you have. Let me see something. It's like, let me, let me get your list of faults here. Pull this up. <laughs> <laughs> Taking like, a while to load this database is pretty big. Oh, He's no, like, I have it all here in an access database. Like, yeah. What? You don't have access to my uh, Netflix anymore. I took your thing away. It's okay. I never logged into it once. I apologize. Well, you can go in there and just click on my account and watch Stranger Things or whatever you want. I think you still have a password. Doesn't interest him, James. It's great. Stranger Things is fucking amazing. No, I mean, Netflix doesn't interest him in any way. Yeah. He's like, "Streaming's, streaming's dead to me. It's only dead to me because of Comcast. Right. The oh, horse. That's right. No, you have a okay. Yeah, yeah. It's better now. I I have a terabyte cap, but I can exceed that without much of an issue. Yeah, it's without trying. Without trying. It. Yeah. What's your speed? You said seventy-five down. I don't want to go over this, Mike. We we talked about it earlier, and you got a you got a good laugh at my expense. James, what's your speed? 150-150. Nice. Now, if we're talking about uh, fraud, waste, and abuse, what is my dad's dad's internet speed, guys? 
gigabit. Correct. Really? He yeah. He just got it. He just got it. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Well, he had the, what did he have, 2525 or something? Yeah. What the We're like, we do don't that? even offer that anymore. How do you have this? He's like, I signed up in 2003 and never changed. You better ship him a server. There is a server there, actually, but yes, it's quite old. You better uh, t- time to upgrade, you, as Beyonce says about her servers. Yep. Is your dad ever going to move? I have what, no idea. what happened with that? No idea. I'm leaving that up to him. I'm not involved. It's in God's hands, a.k.a. your dad's? It's in <laughs> yes. <laughs> a.k.a. not at all God, but your dad. The, ho- the Holy Father, yes. <laughs> or or the person who would actually do the selling? Correct. Who The owner of the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> all right. Okay. All right. Well, Stranger Things 2, definitely check it out. It's out. All the episodes are out, so you can watch them all at once. Binge on it. That is one good thing about mm. Netflix. Don't they traditionally release an entire season at once? Yeah. Other than, I was going to say, other than Game of Thrones, that's HBO. Yeah. I'm not sure what they're doing with Star Trek, because in other regions, uh, Star Trek Discovery is on Netflix. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if they're doing a, an episode at a time, or they're going to wait till they're all out, then release it, or they just released them all at once. Or you know, I don't I'm know sure they, they didn't release them all at once, because that would be all over the torrent sites. That's true. Yeah. Have you looked? Of course. He's like, that's what I do. I monitor the sites. It's primary means of consumption. He's like, of ingest. Mo- no, no, you, you monitor the sites. You see well, what's yeah. there. For Just for, for, for research purposes. Yeah. Um. Okay. And the only other thing I wanted to mention, although I haven't been keeping up with this show as much as I probably should be, The Walking Dead. So uh, I believe last Sunday... Uh, season eight premiered. Didn't it get so, really shitty after season four or something? I've man. also never seen an episode of The Walking Dead, so I. <laughs> but I'm not putting that on my list because fuck, I'm not interested. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's a good show to binge. I'd say like watching it week after week. Is it le- you know a lot? There's a lot of leaving you in suspense. You know, of course, you know like most shows do. So other than like I Am Legend and the Omega Man. Uh, zombies are really not my thing. Hmm. I could, I could really not care less about them. So I don't think that shows for me. That's unfortunate. What I've been meaning to watch, (coughs) I have never seen one episode is fear the walking dead. That's where they talk about the show, right? Nope. That's the talking dead. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, which one's the one in Mexico? That must be Fear of the Walking Dead. So that's the one I've been meaning to watch, but I haven't watched it yet. Also, I have no interest in that chatty show. Do you have an interest in talking into the microphone? I have no interest in that chatty show. (laughs) What chatty show? The Talking Dead? Yeah, I have no interest in that either. I'm interested in Fear of the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Uh, Because it's it's just a bunch of people talking and feeling sad and being like, my feelings. It's like episodes of feelings. God damn. Fuck. Show me some fucking zombies. I'm here for zombies and action and bullshit. Not and and a, and a little dab, a dollop, a dollop of feelings. Not hours of feelings. I don't give a fuck about your son or whether your wife was fucking that dude. I don't care. I don't give a shit. You all sad fucks could die, and I wouldn't care. Thank you for the heartfelt. So yeah, rant. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Next up, uh, Optane Intel Optane. Let us discuss. So, in case anyone doesn't know, Intel has been developing these new next-gen SSDs, which they've been calling Optane. And they just released, I don't even know if they're out yet, but they just announced, anyway, these uh, new Optane SSDs that... So previous generations of these were designed just to be like caching devices. These new Optane SSDs are actually used for, for, for primary storage. So they come in a couple different uh, form factors, like there's PCI Express versions. And is there also traditional SSD versions? Yes. Like a SATA connection? I believe there is now. Okay. I saw a picture of a new product shown mm-hmm. in conjunction with the PCI Express card, so I assume it's just the same thing, but a normal form factor. Right. So these the whole deal with these SSDs, like their their performance is off the charts compared to what's out there right now. So even like a very good, nice SSD that's out there right now that is like, oh yeah, this thing gets crazy performance, man. This these just like knock it out of the park. So who's this good for? Probably just gamers. Us. Um and no, maniacs like, who like, you know, performance at any cost. If you're doing production if you're doing some production thing like Opening mm. fo- it's amazing at opening Photoshop, After Effects, yeah, maybe video stuff. editing and stuff like that, um, or like you use you're running Fruity Loops or um, some program like that. It's great for that stuff. It's great for applications. It's excellent for applications. So, like heavy duty, demanding stuff I mean, where, where your machine's going to get, yeah, not Word and Excel, but absolutely, hundred percent Word Excel content creation. Most people, most people who are using Word and Excel right now. If you're opening, like, they don't open, like, see, here's the thing, right? I feel like us, we talk about Word and Excel, and we're like, oh, that's fucking child's play. That's a WordPad, right? It's garbage. But the reality is, and I'm sure Michael's maybe a little removed from this, but, and actually both of you guys probably are, but people don't open, like, one Word and Excel. They open, like, 15. And they might have a, a an Excel document that's, you know. With 500 pivot tables. Yeah, and then lines and all kinds of stuff, and, and like, you know, and, like, the 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 columns go to a a a a, you know, um, and there's like forty thousand. I mean, there's 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 uh, Excel spreadsheets in my job right now that are like that. It's like a a a, and then there's like forty thousand lines, you know. Right. Hmm. So if you're opening stuff like that, totally go for the Optane. It's way you'll notice a significant difference. Significant, extremely noticeable. It's totally worth it. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Is this the modern-day recreation of uh, the RAM drive? You guys remember that? I think that's fair. I do remember that. Um, I don't even think PCI Express was a thing back then. (coughs) Maybe not. Yeah. Or maybe version 1.0. But this is better in every way, right? Right. It's non-volatile, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you don't power off the computer and all my data's gone. Yeah. (laughs) But that was the cool thing about RAM disks. You know, it's fast. It's just all in RAM, you know? Yep. I remember seeing one that had four DDR2 DIMM slots. 
it would like max out at four gigs and uh the card itself cost 150 dollars i was like oh i want it i want it for, mm-hmm. for a four gig hard drive <laughs> exactly this i mean this was such a long time ago i mean i played with having a ram drive or ram disc a very long time ago on you know max like before there was os 10 um, you could turn on the RAM disc and portion some of your RAM to having a disc. And it was pretty cool. Like, I played with, all right, let me drag the uh, system folder over there, copy that over there, yep, and then boot off of that. And the cool thing is you could reboot the computer. You just couldn't power it down, right? Right. That makes so, sense. So you, like, you get a, a really small OS running off it, you know, like, so it doesn't take up a lot of disk space. And, you man, you boot that machine up, ugh. So fast, <laughs> silly, you know, it was so ridiculous. Now, I'm sure it would be even more ridiculous, but yeah. uh, I think uh, either one of you guys was saying how it's like stupid fast, like the boot times now and stuff with, with these things, or like, yeah. or was it M.2 you guys were talking about? Well, I know M.2 M.2 and NVMe are fairly similar in that they both interface with the PCI Express bus instead of you know using a pci express interface and going through the um sata controller which is like part of the north bridge i think one north bridge or south bridge i forget mm-hmm. so it's it communicates with the cpu a lot faster so whereas you know some of your higher end ssds transfer at 550 megabytes per second you know theoretical speed uh, M.2 and MVME are sort of are like, you know, 1.5 gigabytes per second in the, in that sort of range, like three times as fast. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be pricey, obviously, but it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be so pricey that you're going to be like, oh my god, you know. I mean, the like for performance, I think it'll be. 400 gig one's 600 dollars that's not terrible that's not terrible i mean that's that's pricey it's not for us but if you were in like if you were a freelance video editor or something it's worth it for for your business yeah Yeah, and it's only going to come down right so yeah just like the ssds when they first came out i mean i i my first ssd was a 120 gig ssd and it was like $220, $230. Yeah. Several dollars per gigabyte. I want to get it for with the free ship. That's all the reason I want to get it. A slight speed bump and a free ship. A free ship? Yeah. Oh, the, in Star Citizen? Yeah, the Optanes, there's a relationship between Intel and Star Citizens. The Optanes, all the new all the all the new Optanes come with a a uh New ship uh, called a Raven something. I called the Raven called. Optane. No, no, it's called. <laughs> I it's something, something, something Raven. But anyway, that that ship is like supposedly the fastest, one of the best ships in the game now, made specifically to go with the Optane and their relationship with Intel. Huh. Um, yeah, but the only way to get it is to get it through the card that comes inside the box. Um, you know, there's a, a card, so it's just a matter of hunting down some people who are like. What's Star Citizen? What's his card? Garbage. And then just fucking being like, I'll buy that. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, you could probably find some on eBay. 
Yeah. Or so. or in the forums. Yeah. The thing you hate. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. Speaking so, yeah. of star, sti- star citizen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of star citizen. So they just Star Citizen just had their presentation uh, for CitizenCon or SitCon. It was called Star Citizen. Uh, excuse me, it's called CitizenCon twenty nine forty eight, which is the year twenty nine forty seven. Nope, twenty nine forty eight. I believe. Not forty seven. Forty seven was last year. Well, the link you put is twenty nine forty seven. So. Oh, so maybe that's what it is. I thought it was twenty nine forty eight. Yeah, twenty nine forty seven. Yeah, twenty nine Germany. Yep, that's it. Twenty nine forty seven. Yeah, so twenty nine forty seven. Um, that's the year currently in in the lore of the game, and every year that passes here, the one year passes in the you know obviously in the game. So anyway, twenty nine forty seven, and they released uh, probably the biggest noteworthy things. Uh, this was a different format for CitizenCon. The video I posted is seven hours long. It's their entire presentation which consists of like five panels discussing all kinds of random things that are going to put you to sleep. Um, the coolest thing they talk about in the panels is the language. They had a guy make a language for one of their alien races. Um, so he's speaking to the crowd in that language. And they put they posted the dictionary for the language and the all the pronouns and everything. And, and he's in a video <laughs> series on teaching how to write the language and how to read the language and how to pronounce words. Um, so that's that's pretty cool if you're into that. If you're into xeno xeno linguistics, um, I was about to say that. And who isn't? Schleischler. Yeah, exactly. Pronouns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so definitely worth checking out. Um, that's in here. And actually, if you go to the Star Citizen uh, YouTube channel, you can find all the panels separated out, so you don't have to watch this seven-hour thing if you want to pick and choose what you want. If you're interested in Star Citizen, um, probably the most thing, the thing that people will find most epic is the keynote with uh with Chris Roberts and in the keynote it's about 40 it looks like 45 minutes long uh in the keynote he discussed some of the tech and some of the things that are going to be coming out and then basically they show do what they always do they showed um probably three versions ahead of what they're about to release in the game of the game and this was we'll say 3.4 and in th- this version of the game they're going to so they so they cracked procedural planets about two years ago where they were able to procedurally generate a planet, and then they spent these last two years getting the planets working, getting the planets rotating, getting them a proper day-night cycle, proper, proper weather cycle, getting everything working properly inside this game that wasn't built on the Crisis Engine, that wasn't built to support anything like this. <laughs> so that's what they've been doing for the last two years. Now they've basically built a system that procedurally generates cities so basically they had their designers make a bunch of city buildings and randomized parts and the computer puts all the parts together to make cities um that look pretty pretty fucking good um and they in this in the presentation they have a whole basically an entire city that's been designed uh basically under and they show you how the city designer works it's pretty cool actually and it helps them get the basic look they want and then the computer fills in the rest of the parts so whether they want an industrial area, a suburban area, a a office building area, whatever, it does all that. They lay it out, and they've done that across the whole planet. So this entire planet is all buildings you can touch, land on, 
um, not walk into, but go up to stand on top of. Like they're all real physically rendered things. It's not a skybox, so you can come at the planet from any direction in space, and and you will with no loading screen, and you'll go right into the city. That in itself is pretty amazing. Um, I'm not super stoked about it because I kind of don't really care about that kind of stuff. Like I'm never going to go to any cities. I can't really see myself doing that, but I do think it's cool from a technical standpoint. It's very cool. So it's definitely here to check out. A lot of people are going to get into that. The other heaviest thing they added in this release was the, or not in this release, but the heaviest thing they talked about, I think, was a ship they called the Game Changer. It was the, uh, it's the Consolidated Outlands Pioneer, which the consolidated the, the the ship, the ship company that they have in lore called Consolidated Outlands, the CEO of the company is a Elon Musk type character, and so they like to do a lot of videos with him talking. And honestly. I watched the video for the ship. It's fucking amazing. Like I wanted to fucking, I had an inspirational boner. You know, I felt like I was watching like Steve Jobs talk to me about this virtual piece of virtual ship that no one can ever really own in real life. Um, But yeah, so that the consolidated outlands pioneer is a ship that allows you to build bases on planets. So that'll be cool. And you're not constricted by like, Oh, this place is not whatever. Like you have to claim the land. And you can claim it like you just go up to it and start building shit on it, or you can claim it legally, and that's pretty cool. It was eight hundred fifty dollars they raised, one point seven or eight million dollars in like four or five hours. Jesus, so, yeah. So the ship gives you squatters rights. Yeah, absolutely it does. It doesn't give you squatter <laughs> rights. You could just go there and get fucked. You'll get fucked up if you're not supposed to be there. But <laughs> it does let you build something on the land. So yesterday or the day before, I saw a short video clip of uh, a game that seemed like star citizen, but it was from the inside of a cockpit and the ship flying around a city with very tall buildings and like steam coming out of it looked like combination of blade runner or fifth element. Is that from something they showed at citizen con? That's star citizen. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, it looked better than anything that I had seen from star citizen before because it was not, a space station. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's basically they they took all the kind of like stuff from Citizen Con and Ghost in the Shell, which is um they took all the they took a lot of the like design cues from that. And so you have these like eight story holographic people selling you clothes and stuff. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's it's very cool. And also they have a lot of their consumption AI in there. So a lot of the AI is walking around doing things. It's funny because the AI is still broken. So they walked into like the ship, the into the ship receiving area, and all the like not all, but like forty percent of the AI were standing on top of benches. I was <laughs> like, okay, what's happening here, my man? Um, yeah, but yeah, it was pretty funny. So yeah, um, I think they did a good job with it. Uh, you know, obviously the next the anniversary sale is in December. They'll be doing a review of where they're at on what's it, what's it called Squadron Forty Two, the standalone version of the game, uh, in December, and they'll they'll be selling a bunch of ships. So we'll see what happens and how much more money they raise. Probably a bunch more. How much more money they get out of you? None, none. Some guy in my org bought that fucking Pioneer though. It, it was seven hundred fifty dollars. He bought well, it. Well, you know, 
and they they sold a lot of them. I mean, they sold they sold so they have two days. The first day was cash only, and that was the day they made one point eight million dollars. And the second day is uh, war bond, with let, which means you can take your other ships, sell them back to CIG, back to uh, Cotton Perium Games, and then get a uh, get money for it to apply to another ship. So. Huh. But I tried to be good. I did not give them any money. I did buy a $5 gun, actually. Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. For Squadron 42, just imagine all the all the things you can buy. Guns, armor, camo, suits. Yeah, I know. Well, that's... <clears throat> no, that's Star Marine. I mean, it's, it's, well, all, same it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. I didn't even I didn't think about that aspect. Yeah. It's a lot of money, James. Yeah, man. I urge you to have self control. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna spend any money. I bought that five dollar gun because like this looks cool and I need I need a better gun, so I bought it. It'd be funny if if they had a gun that was skinned like the uh, NES duck hunt blaster. (laughs) That would be cool. That would be cool. So yeah, that's all. It's Star Citizen. We're good. Making progress. Yep. Um, the next one I got here is just something I kind of like put in here just because I kind of watched it and I was debating getting the game. I haven't bought it yet, but the trailers look really good. And a lot of the, I've been watching a lot of the walkthroughs. Walkthroughs look good. Um, it's Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Um, it looks really good, honestly. Uh, I feel like I'm of the mindset you played one Wolfenstein game, you've probably played most of them. You know, it's like you're going to be crashing through robots and alien, I mean, robots and Nazis and everything else. Um, there are definitely some funny quotes. This is probably, I would almost rate this game NC-17 because there's a scene where two of the characters are boning. And it's like they're like, they, everyone looks in, they're like, they look into the, they basically they're most of the game seems to, the, the, your home base is a submarine. So the so BJ Blaskowitz, the main character, and a bunch of other main characters look in the torpedo tube and they see an African character and a Nazi, a reformed Nazi, a very large woman having sex in the torpedo tube. And the guy, the African guy is like, do you need this room? <laughs> and it, it, that, that scene is just very funny, honestly. But she's like riding him, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> they have this in this game." And dude, there's a lot of f words and n words, and they drop it like it's going out of style. Like Nazis hate black people apparently, and they love the n word. <laughs> and there's a scene I haven't seen it yet, but it looks hilarious. It's the Nazis standing in front of two Klansmen. <laughs> there's a two Nazis standing in front of two Klansmen on the street of street of New York or something, because because the U.S. in this game's timeline, the U.S. has been taken over by the Nazis. So, um, it looks like a lot of fun. I have uh, a little bit of the walkthrough there, like 40, first 45 minutes of the walkthrough on this video. But if you're into games and you just want to get some nostalgic stuff going on, it's all there for you. You know, it's a beautiful game, by the way. It looks very nice. So. Well, thank you. Yep. All right. So, what do we got here, Evan? Uh... Well, this, we're all this Canada. Yep, it's from Canada, so you know it's uh, there's something wrong. So we're all familiar with Soylent, the meal replacement drink that uh, is, in theory, supplying all the nutrients you need, except 
You have to drink like six or seven of them per day. Except for fun. Yeah, except for fun. It tastes like it tastes. it tastes like skim milk that was soaked with plain oats and then drained and spat in. That's about it. Yeah, and served at room temperature. So, Soylent is growing in popularity, and uh, recently they had started selling their product in Canada. However, after further review from um, a, I'll say, the Nutrition Board of Canada, uh, it's actually the Canadian Food Inspection Agency, Soylent did not meet several of a select few of the requirements to qualify as a meal replacement. Um, the CEO of Rosa foods is, you know, responding and, and fighting that claim. But, uh, for the time being, Soylent is no longer allowed to be sold in Canada because it does not meet minimum requirements to sustain human life. I feel Those like are that, my words, but I feel like that meeting in the, in the, in the boardroom, the Canadian food is like, well, there's no maple syrup in here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you yeah, know? the maple content of this is barely sustainable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what am I supposed to do when I want to get out for a rip? You know? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, you know, the struggle is real if you're in Canada and you're drinking soiling. You know? So when I open the cap, it doesn't even say sorry. You know? <laughs> Like the rest of the beverages in Canada. That's true, right, Michael? When you open it, it says, sorry. It is true. Mm-hmm. Crack right. open a soda. Yeah. Sorry. It's government mandate. Mm-hmm. Except in Quebec. <laughs> what do they say in Quebec? <laughs> it says, go fuck the yourself. The French train says, go yeah. fuck yourself, but in French. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael, what does that sound like? Tell us. Give us ha, 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 ha. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And you slightly, you hear, like, the crunching of a baguette in the background. You're like, yeah. bastard. <laughs> exactly. How do you say fuck you in French? Do you no remember? Idea. Never never knew. What do you mean you never knew? What kind of childhood? Okay, so let's recap Mike's childhood. Like, or something like that, right? That's what you think it is, which is not that. That's shit. Yeah. It's shit, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So... Mike grew up in a household where his parents approved of him watching such films as Terminator 2 and Platoon and Rambo and, and and Predator, all the works of Mr. Steven Seagal, the great one, uh, at the ripe young age of eight or thereabouts. He sure. was then forced into a French immersion school, um, which apparently failed him completely because even after watching all this you know, simulated violence on television and movie screens. Um, it's like foul language. Michael, not Michael remains a nonviolent, yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty passive guy. Like, so where did where did your where did you go astray? What happened? What happened? Well, Evan, they they didn't really teach us any of those words, and uh, that's like the first thing you learn. <clears throat> I mean, in theory, I didn't learn any in Spanish, but. Well, there you go. So, I was so. not in an immersion program. Yeah, well, they, they don't they don't teach that to eight to twelve year olds or whatever, you know. You got to force <clears> the <throat> issue. I'm surprised you didn't look it up yourself. Well, let's see. 
Google Translate. Fuck you, French. <laughs> I typed in the F word and it says Oh God. It says in French it's mailed. <laughs> Which is not really true, but okay. Sure. We'll go with that. Type in fuck you. Fuck you. Let's see. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not really true. It's like loosely I, I translated. Found, I found a, a list of, you know, English and then what is what it is in French here. Right. And uh I mean, yeah, it's like okay, whatever, but it's not really the same thing, you know. Summarize. Like okay, they have mailed shit putain, which I've heard before. Fuck. Poutine. I thought that was food. No, it's that's poutine. Not uh, pu- putain. God, what a shitty language. <laughs> a merdy language. Thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what do we always say, Michael. The what do you always say about language? It's fucked up. Precision of languages. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Vate fair and killer. Oh, oh my god. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my god. Vate fair enculé. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, er is usually a. a so. Why does everything French people say sound snooty as fuck? Enculé. <laughs> Jesus. Like you tell when someone says that to you, they hate your guts. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this is a French word, Im- imbecile. They're like, what does it mean in English? Fool. Yeah, it yeah. means imbecile. What do you mean? It's the same <laughs> goddamn word. <laughs> Salope. Oh, that's a good one. I've heard that one, yeah. De- Degenere. Degenerate? Mm. Yeah, well, here they have it as meaning inbred. inbred. Uh, well, about that, okay. but whatever. All I right, we'll guess. put this. We'll put this in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes in the extra section. Yeah. If anyone needs a, a reference for uh, French curse words? Now, I think I have a feeling though this is more French from France than French from Canada. Well, yeah. Um. So, like, where my mom is from in Canada, they have their own kind of version of uh, slang, you know, for a lot of stuff. So, they might say things a little differently up there, but, you know. So, how do you say degenerate in Quebecois? American. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't think Quebecers have that big a problem with Americans. I don't believe that at all. Especially, maybe, compared to the French people that, you know, at least according to you guys, I don't know, you know. So... Last time I was in France, everything was cool, you know. So but people in Quebec ago. probably hate non-French Canadians most, and then Americans. Is that fair? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I think. I mean, I, neck and I think neck, they, hate, they could trade places, but I think they hate French people. Really? Like from France? I thought they were purists, so they hated. Oh, they their do. Fellow they're, Canadian they're, they're citizens. the purists. You know, they're like we're pure. Really. <laughs> I'd be like, we're like, you know, like us, we're like, fuck England, you know, we're, we're the true, you know, we are British. <laughs> That's crazy. Why are they all, yeah. why do they all live back? Oh, I don't know. Lives? I'm just making generalizations. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So, no, that's fact. I'm just, I'm just generalizing, you know, I'm making an assumption based on like one or two little things I've heard, but please interview your mom about her childhood and, the prejudice she grew up with. 
Oh, her prejudice is even better. Because <laughs> she actually experienced prejudice against herself firsthand. Because of her, her other roots? Yes. Because of her, her Native American or Native Canadian uh, side. Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? Um, they're not called Indians, Evan. They're no, no, Indians. no, no. Uh, first, first, first nation. nation? <laughs> first nation. Yeah. 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 And Inuits are not considered first nation. Nope. Did you know that all Inuits are Eskimos, but not all Eskimos are Inuit? Hmm. That's interesting. Eskimos is still the more preferred general term. Inuit is a very specific subset of Eskimo. Hmm. All right. I believe it. Yep. I learned that from British television. While you, so you know in, it's correct. While you're in the UK. Um. No. No. Okay. You're just watching BBC America, and I was watching QI. Which I know I've told you about many times, but please put QI on your list of things to watch. Put it you can put it below Snatch and Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. That's fine. I'm pretty Just sure I tried to watch it once and I was like, oh my god, but I'll give it another shot. Yeah. I mean some of the I'll I'll do some browsing and recommend a few particular episodes for you. And uh let you be the judge after that. I appreciate that. Yep. All right. So next up, we have uh, an article here. So I actually saw this the other day on the Chive, but it's since then I've seen it other places. So this this news crew or this you know this group of news anchors at some channel I don't even know where, not around here. Uh, oh, it's in Denver, I guess. They they tried to do this this uh, chip challenge where you. So you can buy these chips off. I think you buy it off a website and they mail it to you. It's it's one like one nacho style chip, like one like Dorito style chip. Um, and it's literally called the one chip challenge. It comes one chip inside this little this little cardboard kind of box that's shaped like a coffin, and <laughs> it's like four four dollars or four fifty or something per chip. And the chips are made with the hottest pepper known to man, called a Carolina Reaper. And this, these people are like, all right, we're gonna do it, ha ha ha, you know. All right, on the news live, one of the women, like, okay, so they all did it. Then they're all like silent because they're all dying. <laughs> then the one woman's like, oh my god, uh, so I gotta drink some coffee, and she takes a sip of her, sip of her coffee. Then she she leans down and like is kind of out of sight a little bit, and and the guy next to her is like, oh oh, she threw up. <laughs> it's like I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's just funny. It's pretty pretty fucking funny. Would you take that challenge, Mike? I would not. Neither would I, because I'm not crazy. <laughs> it's like, oh wow! It seems like Natalie's having a hard time. Yeah. It's like she's like, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, she gets wrecked. <laughs> that dude, I've never had anything so hot where I'm like, I need to throw up. 
I've seen people throw up from having hot stuff before, though. I have not, so that's pretty gangster. That's some hot fucking shit, then. I mean, it's those Reapers, man. Those things are hot. I wonder if it's obviously a, like a panic reaction. Your body's like, I don't know what the fuck you just ate, but it has to go. Well, she just tried to cool it with coffee. Yeah, that's not going to work. Coffee. That's not yeah, going to work. work. Yeah, you need milk for that. Actually, that doesn't work either. I believe or fruit alcohol is the best solution. What? Really? Yeah. Like, so if you took a shot of Everclear and left it on your tongue and then um, put a piece of white bread on your tongue, that's probably the best solution. Hmm. It will cause the least amount of residual pain. That's interesting. Let's see. I'm trying to find uh, what what the Scoville is of a... Oh, I'm sure it's like two and a half million. Or four million. They cover some of that on um, it's, First We Feast. It's 1.5 million Scoville. That's it? 1.5. Have you guys seen the hot ones? Yeah. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You sent me the link to that, right? Their 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 top one is like two million scoville units. Yeah. So I mean, the hottest you can get is like pure capsaicin extract. And that's five million to fifteen million. That's yeah, like you're definitely gonna puke from this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. That's what is that's, capsaicin anyway? It's what it's, makes it hot. Oh, that's it's a chemical. The, a chemical in the seeds and. Um, uh, ribs of peppers. So I don't know if it's a defense mechanism or what. It must be. Is it just? It's just a dick move. No. <laughs> peppers are fucking assholes. <laughs> well, it's like onions, right? You know. Yeah, well, that's make, that's sulfuric acid. I think make you make you tear up. It's not sulfuric acid. Yeah, crazy. Onions are sulfur. Sulfurifieds? Wow. That like that genus of plant? I'm not making that up. I may be misquoting, but I'm not making up the, the idea. Hmm. It's sulfuric acid. Okay. Alright. I believe you. I don't. No, okay. No, I don't. <laughs> no, no. No, I do. Alright, let's move on. So next up. Uh, now we've we've talked about keto and low sugar diets and you know low to no sugar diets and all the stuff right on the past yep. or in the past on the show here. So this is an article. It says researchers make a breakthrough in the link between sugar and cancer. So um, they found yeast that had high levels of the sugar known as glucose overstimulated the same proteins often found mutated inside human tumors. Mm-hmm. So this is, they say this explains the correlation between how cancer cells make energy through the rapid breakdown of glucose not seen in normal cells. It says the team notes that this discovery doesn't prove eating a low-sugar diet could change a cancer diagnosis. But, yeah, it's too fucking late by then. Yeah. The key, the key is don't eat the sugar beforehand. Yeah. Or <laughs> you afterwards. Won't, you won't get the cancer, not... Oh, oh! I have I have lung cancer. Let me now stop smoking cigarettes. Like no, no, no. You know it's too late. So, 
<clears throat> so this is kind of like under duh, but it's nice to see that, you know, scientific evidence is actually coming out. Yeah, they're studying it, and another, you know, another study has confirmed. Yeah, confirmed it. So that's good. Glad about that. Hmm. Well, Evan, thank you for that um, tidbit. That tidbit, yes. You're that welcome. Factoid. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I've heard before that factoid is something that's actually not true. Really? But I've heard conflicting information on that, where factoid... Like, you might as well say factoid and fact are the same word, you know? Well, um, irregardless of context, <laughs> I think... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, whatever. Anyway. Um, so, what's going on here in Japan? What's Ramune? Was that the soda? Yeah, that's a soda. I just put it up there because I thought I just discovered. I mean, I've seen this. I've seen this soda in animes because I'm sort of sort of an otaku. We had it at the ramen place. Uh, I didn't have it. I did. Um, yeah, you had it. You bought it, but I didn't have it. Did yours have the marble in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Ramune is basically just a it's just a flavored soda, kind of like what we'd think of. Here in here in the U.S., like a Coke Sprite. Diet Coke Sprite. Yeah, but it's less. I don't know. Probably because it's. You know, I don't think this has. Let's see. That's more like Sprite, I guess. Are they all? They're all clear, aren't they? Yeah, they're all semi-clear. Um, Is it like Orbit's soda from 1998? One of my favorites. Oh, this has high fructose corn syrup in it, also. So, um, I don't know what I would compare it to. Honestly, it's it's almost like it, it almost has the the heft of a seltzer. But it has sugar in it, so it's not blah like seltzer is, you know. But it's yeah, like so it's a fucking soda. But it's not like Coke or something like that. It's like heavy in like syrup and flavor. You know, it's more light. It's it's like so it's a, a lighter light. flavored soda. You'd yeah, say. I would call it like a whole thing is very light and summery. It's perfect for summer. So you know, I've seen it on anime. I've never had it before. Michael's apparently had it. Um, the Ramune has. Strangely, and I'm going to rattle this for the microphone here. There's mm-hmm. a glass marble in here, and the marble sits at the top of the thing under pressure. So the pressure of the soda pushes the marble up into the vacuum, into the chamber here, and that hole keeps the soda closed. So if you looked at it, you'd think, oh, is this a roll-on deodorant? That's what it looks like. Um, and it comes with a little, a little pre-made cap that you use to depress the marble down and it's actually pretty pretty uh, hard the first time i did it i didn't know what i was doing and i couldn't understand the directions i was just pushing on the whole thing and you can't you have to just push on the center component so i had like a shoe i was hitting it with a shoe i was like <laughs> I, was, I was i was who throws a shoe yeah who throws a <laughs> shoe i'm beating on it with my fist i'm like trying to get this thing to go down i couldn't i was like about to give up and then i said i looked at the directions again i was like oh and you just have to take your hand and like kind of push it in and avoid Avoid the side channels, um, and it goes right down. There's still a little challenge to it. Like, a little kid couldn't open this, but, you know, a teenager or an adult could. Um, but, yeah, it's a good soda. I like it. Um, I think it's really novel. The marble, I don't know if the marble has some kind of technical reason for being there. I don't think it does. It seems like it's just, like, the novelty of Ramune. So, it's uh, spelled R-U-M-R-A-M-U-N-E. It could be like a natural soda you would find at Whole Foods or something. 
like fans, fancier than your regular Coke or uh, Sprite or 7-Up. Now, I've had one, I think I've had it twice. And both times I found it difficult to drink from the bottle because of the glass bead being almost like yeah. the water in, bottle in for the a hamster. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it, it portions uh, out a, only like a little bit of a sip for you unless you push your tongue into the bead and allow for higher flow. So there's two dimples. If it's, if yeah. you can see that. So those two dimples catch the marble. Oh, okay. From going in your mouth. Maybe I was drinking it's, it upside down. Well, it still restricts the flow though. The marble, just the presence of the marble restricts the flow. So um, I agree with you there. Um, but it makes me realize I'm like, oh yeah, other people in other countries aren't trying to guzzle down everything you put in the front of the table. <laughs> so that's like a sip is fine. Yeah, uh, it's an Americanism where we're like, okay, I'm gone. It's done. Give me another. <coughs> um, so let's look at some of the because it's Japanese. It's going to be full of wacky ass flavors. So let's look at some of these wackier flavors. Lemon lime is the one I had. Um, mm. that's uh. But there's 37 flavors: banana, blueberry, blue Hawaii, bubble, bubble gum, candy, champagne, cherry, chili oil. Ugh. Yeah. Chocolate. That's gonna be odd. Gross. Coconut cola. It's like that Co- chocolate gum. Here's one for you. <laughs> corn porridge. Hey, that's actually probably pretty good. Cream. It says corn pottage. I don't know what that means. That's even worse. That's even worse. I don't know what it is. It's cream like corn soda. After you take the corn off the... Cream corn soda. After you take the corn off of the uh, the stalk or whatever, you know. The, the, the cob. The cob. Then you take the cob and mash it up. That's the pottage. Apparently it's a... Uh, I'm making that up. I it's a know. Japanese dish. I'm looking at it right now. It's so, like a, a mash. or I don't know what this yeah. is. Yeah. So there's... Uh, let's see here. Cream stew. Curry. Gross. Disco dance. Disco this, dance. This one's only called flaming. <laughs> I don't know what that. That's a leave pure capsaicin soda. Yeah, leave it to Japan to just call something like an adjective. An adjective, you know. Um, running. Yeah, yeah running. Like yeah. Let's see. Ginseng, grape, green soda, green tea. This is green apple. Green, green apple, whatever. Green tea, kimchi. <laughs> Ugh. Oh uh, yeah. Kiwi, lemonade, leche. Leche is like a dessert. That's probably lychee. Like Lychee. That's le- le- whatever. It's a dessert. I think it's a it's dessert. not leche. That's something else. Okay, lychee. I don't know. Maybe that's fucking some scrapings. In- that's a you. that's a a fruit. It's like a rambutan. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to see your face when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Like a rambutan. Like you're you're thinking some- of like dulce de leche or some shit, which is yeah. something else entirely. So. All right, mango, melon. Muscat, muscat, musket. One, one called. It's a mystery. grape. Muscadine. Mystery. Oh, it tastes like, like what tastes monster. like that guy. What's the next one? Yeah. It tastes <laughs> like, like you're, you're licking a, a pickup artist. A pickup artist, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's mystery. What's the one after mystery, Michael? Octopus. What could that possibly taste like? Grilled octopus. Fish? Rubber. I don't know. Great question. <laughs> Orange, peach, pineapple, plum, po- palemo, po- pomelo, pomelo. That's a grapefruit. Hmm. Root beer, sour. That's for yeah. you, Michael. Strawberry, sweet, 
takoyaki sauce. Ugh. What is takoyaki sauce? Mm-mm. I've heard it's, that before. It's nope. like is that the fish sauce? No, it's it's like a kind of like like hoisin sauce or eel sauce oh, on sushi. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's weird. That, that doesn't belong. Um, teriyaki, vanilla, wasabi, ha, <laughs> and you watermelon and yuzu. So anyway, a lot of weird stuff. Uh, thank you, Japan, for this wonderful thing. Um, here's the funny thing: introduced in 1872. Wow. So that kind of explains the glass marble. Because I think if you if you were building a compressed soda and couldn't figure out a better way to do it, and you were Japan and you like to over overdo everything and make it all extra, you would put a marble in there and let the soda's um, fizziness keep it closed. Like, this is an engineer's way to answer this problem. In America, we'd be like, put a cap on it. But there, they're like, <laughs> man, let's do a marble inside its own chamber and then let the effervescence seal it shut, you know, like a crazy person. Like from the that requires the copiers. That requires some serious work because you have to put the marble in when you're making the bottle. Yeah, can you imagine getting the glass blowing contract for this? Very lucrative. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So imported by the Sangria Corporation. So drink up. I found this at Weiss. Sangria. Okay. Thank you, Michael. My pronoun. My my f- fucking pronouncer. <laughs> well, you're making it sound like sangria, like, oh, the wine company who makes sangria. Like, it's not that, you know, nothing to do with that. Okay, well, to the fuck faces who listen to this show, go <laughs> click on the goddamn link and don't listen to what I said, okay? That's where you're going to get the information either, because I know you're all lazy, just like I am. You're not going to be like, oh, James said sangria, so let me Google sangria and ramune, because he spelled it out for it. No, you're going to click on the link. No one's I'm pretty sure on the link. no one's I'm, looking at the show notes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure zero people actually look at the show notes. No. Unfortunately, because there's a lot of good shit. Randy tried to look at it once and then he gave up. Well, hmm. lazy. Well, does Randy, Randy give, listen? Give to the it show? another show. You give it another go. Randy, do you listen to the show? He, he does. does. Randy, I'm waiting for him to speak up. Call in. Could be a while. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's okay. That. Cool. Cool. I like it. I'm a fan of that soda, but it takes <sighs> too much effort to go to the international market that's like four miles past the normal grocery store. You love going to the international market. I do. That's James, you like going to the Asian markets, right? That's some of my favorite time spent with Evan is at the international market. Bags of chicken? <laughs> yeah. There's like a clear yeah. trash bag full of chicken yeah. for like 89 cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You get everything. I was I was I was just at I was at the Weiss the other day when I bought this in the international aisle and I saw a bag of chopsticks and I was like, Oh, I should get some chopsticks. And I looked at them and they're five ninety nine for for twelve chopsticks. And I was like, Man, I wish I was I missed those super grandmart days with Evan. Yeah. Where you get like a bag of chopsticks, like four hundred chopsticks for three dollars, you know? Like I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it was like a ridiculous amount, like like, you know, a family's worth, you know. Absolutely cheap. The prices were great. Where was this? I still have some uh, Super Grand Martin Laurel. Mm. I still have some pots I bought from there, and I have my sushi making kits that I bought from there, and I have, I think I have a set of chopsticks I bought from there. Yeah. If anyone listening has an international slash Asian grocery store near them, uh, you're you're doing yourself a disservice if you Mm -hmm. do not shop there. Yeah, absolutely. The prices are better, and. well, I wouldn't buy fish from there unless you caught it right at the right time, but, you know, 
I think everything yeah. else there is like totally worth buying there. Like and a lot of frozen stuff, though, including frozen fish and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean that you know that's something else that you can buy frozen. Uh, what's those things that I bought there, Evan? And you're like, you're not gonna cook that, right? You're gonna ruin it. And I microwave them and ruin them. Uh, I don't know. Those, <laughs> that could be anything. <laughs> those puppy a steak. No, it was the <laughs> <laughs> frozen the, steak. The, the 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 puffy things with meat in them. And they got like red bean paste, and then there was one with meat in it. It was like, uh, it was a, it was a bun, and you're like, you gotta have a steamer for that. Yeah, it was the the, the Chinese buns. You could buy those frozen. Oh, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those things are great, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, I had a good time. I love that. I love this. I love that store. Do yourself a favor. There's a ton of them in Maryland. So if you're a Marylander, go pick them up. Oh yeah, there's Korean Corner. Um, there's there's Lottie or something like that. Yeah, Lottie. Yep. You know, Super Grand Mart's a small chain. Han Aram, which yeah. is now just called H Mart. Yeah, that's a good one. What's too. the place you went in New York? Uh, I don't remember the name. Was that a? Is that a? Also, it was, was a little Korean market. market. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Was we went chain, there looking though. for prepared foods. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's a chain," and we went in there. Or you guys went in there. I was like standing outside smoking cigarettes. Oh, no, I was in too much pain to uh, staring at Korean. Really, girls. that was nice. Really experience it fully. I love our experiences. Michael's like, I was in pain. I was like, I'm staring at Korean girls. <laughs> yeah, well. And I didn't find the kimbap I was looking for. Yeah, and Edmund did not find his Korean food. Oh, that's right. I, I do remember that place. You got like some seaweed or some shit. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. It seemed mm. like such a far walk, but really it was like two and a half blocks. It wasn't a far walk, yeah. Yeah, it was just we were, far because, well, I'm fat and out of shape and you two are... And also, it was really hot, and there's a lot that, of people. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. yeah, and we're not from New York City. Yeah, we're law like we're like uh, looking around for it. We need to go back though. We got to go back. We'll film. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do a show live from in front of the Kimbop store. I thought Korean. you were safe. Live from the Manhattan, uh, the balcony that you yeah. lock picked. Oh, that's a different company now, I guess. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's not the what is it? The, what was it? The Affinia? Yeah. yeah, the Affinia Manhattan. Yeah, it's not that anymore. It's some other company mm. they bought it i guess that's man, that one of the nicer awesome, man it was one of the nicer hotels i've ever stayed in yeah me too i, like I really like that room yeah do you remember with the room number no me neither it was like 301 or something i don't know yeah whatever it was though that was like the room yep yeah we gotta get back there mm-hmm. all right mike what do you got all right so i just wanted to put this in uh i'm i'm pretty sure Anyone who's listening to the show is probably aware of this, but just wanted to, to put it out there, make sure we're all on the same page here. So there's a law that was actually made in the um, in the 80s. I think it was put in a law in 86. So it says that the government has the is permitted to access any email that is 180 days old or older without a warrant. What? So, yep. If you have email like in Gmail or Yahoo Mail or any of those places, like and it's still sitting there, like you didn't download it and remove it from the server, then like because who would do that anymore, you know? But you know we're not using Pop Three, but but um, yeah, the government is permitted to to view it to gather its contents, everything without a warrant. I thought it was eighteen months for whatever reason. Six months, but yeah, okay. Yep. So just want to make sure everyone's aware of that. Um, go back and delete all your old emails. <laughs> no. Basically, what desk is Obama sitting at in this picture? 
Um, he's sitting at his secretary's desk. No, I have no idea. I mean, I, I would hope so. Jesus, you know. Or is this his? I mean, I know, I know. I heard all presidents have a working office, right? Like a real office. That's not the Oval Office. Yeah, I thought they did. Is the Oval Office just for show and signing things? I don't know, but I think like larger meetings. Yeah. <laughs> that's a it's a tiny ass desk. It's tiny, yeah. No, that is like literally like I, ho- I hope his secretary has a bigger desk than that, honestly. But yeah, that desk is small. But that desk it works bigger than that. But you know, then again, you know, civil civil servants and whatnot. So who fifteen knows? inch monitor, what's going on over there? <laughs> you can see Joe Biden. He's like president sitting at my desk again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. that asshole always does this. Yeah, I love dude. The Biden memes are the best. Yeah, <laughs> bring back fucking dirty Joe, man. God, he's the best. Just put him in the White House as like a chef or something. I'd love to see his dirty looks he's throwing around. Fucking Biden. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, so watch out, everyone. They really are out to get you. Um, next up, Samsung made a Bitcoin mining rig. Out of 40 old Galaxy S5s. Oh, shit. So this was to demonstrate that you can you can still do something with your old phone. You know? doesn't just have to be relegated to a drawer or thrown in the garbage or whatever you're going to do with it. You can do something with your old phone if you purchase 39 other old phones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool, though. I think the GPUs in mobile devices are underutilized. Yeah, probably. So, and on this article, they have other other examples of you know how you can use an older phone for for something productive. It's probably um, far more energy efficient than a video card. Oh yeah, I mean even that mining rig, they have a little thing here with a chart that shows like its power efficiency, like versus a, a desktop PC, like a Core i seven PC, and it's like you know way way better, you know. Nice. So, because how much power does a phone use? I mean, you know, it's not not that much compared to a, like a full desktop. So yeah, and you could probably get them for cheap if it's like the screen's broken or something, or you know, one of the buttons doesn't work. If you find a cheap one on eBay, you don't need everything to work. Just mm-hmm. network read it. The article. The article says they can. This is eight S five devices can mine at a greater power efficiency than a standard desktop computer. Hmm. There you go. But nobody's mining with their desktops. Okay, so. Better than a desktop, but not like one of those. What not a mining rig. <laughs> yeah, not a mining rig. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, they're using one to care for fish. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this whole article is about like using. Yeah. Okay. Using your old phones and doing stuff with them. Um, it Which says most sense. people take their old phone and la- leave it in a drawer, and they're like, "All right, I'll, I'll keep it just in case," you know. But then it, nothing end, ends up happening to it, and either it gets forgotten till it's like way old, and then it's really not worth anything, you know, either as a useful device or as you know, like to resell. So it's just wasted, you know. So this is like saying, "Well, do actually do something with it," you know. That's what I did with my old iPhone. I just well, I didn't do anything with it. I sold it, you know. Instead of like like traditionally, I, I always kept all my old phones, you know. That's the hoarder in me, you know. But the iPhone is not a phone you need to be keeping. Like that phone is actually legitimately a great phone. Your old iPhone, people are going to be using that for the next four years. We don't have the money to buy a new phone every cycle. Right. 
So it's not like it's not that's definitely not a trash phone. I mean, I hate to say this, but Androids feel like they have built-in obsolescence because sometimes, like my Pixel, isn't like that. Like I feel like this Pixel is a, one of those phones that is too good. Like it was made, it's too good. But um, because it it, and, uh, it works, it works so well. It's amazing. But um, my previous Android phones, dude. By the time it's time for the next cycle, they're all crap. You know, the only one that is still probably the best phone I ever owned, which is over there, is my my S5, my Samsung S5, my Note S5. It's a great phone. Probably one of the best phones I ever owned. If this phone had a stylus, if my Pixel had a stylus, count me the fuck in. Hmm. You know, I'm. I'll probably try to get someone's Pixel XL from this generation and switch over. Just mm-hmm. have a bigger phone. I don't need the new one. I just need the XL. Yeah. By the way, yeah. you know those those. I don't know if you guys have seen the commercials for the Pixel, for the Google Pixel. It's like, can it do this? Can it do this? And there's a guy at the end of the commercial who's in a in a bus, and he looks like a child. He looks like a fucking predator, like a child molester. And he's like. And he's standing amongst all these people in the crowd in the bus. He's like, what happens if I squeeze it? And the phone's like, <laughs> and he squeezes the phone. It's like, hi, I'm your Google assistant. And I was like, this guy's a fucking creeper. It just, it's the worst. It's a weird commercial. It's hmm. a weird commercial. The commercial's not weird, but that scene is weird. It's like, what happens if I squeeze it? And he's like on this bus full of people. It's fucking strange. I've I'm never sque- Who would ever think to squeeze that. their phone? <clears throat> anyway. Hmm. Well, all right. So I put something in here about squatters rights. Um, read that at your leisure. I'm not going to go into it. It's uh, it, of course, it just depends on the location you're in state, you know, all that. Um, so I put another article in here. Family for love is the Facebook of incest. Ooh. Now this website's actually not active anymore. I, I tried going to the link and uh, it's like, it's like there's a web server there, but it's not actually serving anything right now. So, um, yeah, it's like in the website's lingo, an active family is the one that embraces having sex with one another, with one another. What? Enjoy meeting others the same means come join us. You know, and so apparently there's more than one website where this is a thing. So. Yeah, this is fucking crazy, man. There's a subreddit, subreddit on it. There's another website, social-incest.com. I don't know if that's still up. Incest is wincest. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious? Oh yeah, it's a it's a real website. Okay, yeah, it's there. Wow. I close that. Um. <laughs> people got pictures of their kids here. <laughs> Yeah. Dude. No, it's just crazy, man. Oh my god. The Ninja's album, stuff that makes me smile, and it's a fucking pacifier that's a dick. Jesus Christ. That's a no that's a rabbit hole to go into another time. Dude, on a sandbox computer that that is fucking <laughs> fucking uh, on your neighbor's Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, on your neighbor's Wi Fi VPN to hell out of fucking fucking Digibooty. Yeah, then you go ahead, go down that wormhole and fucking feel the fucking well, VPN and and or Tor. Yeah. Jesus. Oh my god. This is fucking disturbing. Oh my god, I'm I'm still looking at it. I'm just scrolling down there. Ryan Madison and Haley Young. Uh, 
This has got to be his daughter. Ugh. This is the worst, dude. What's Next. Going on with this world? Let's talk. Let's, <laughs> let's get into this incest a little bit more here. I'm not ready to leave it yet. So let's dig a little deeper. Yeah, uh, it's fucking crazy, man. I don't. I don't even know. I was just saw this. And I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, like. Yeah, super so it just it just comes to the house. Of course, it comes to the house <laughs> <laughs> when you order it. <laughs> yeah. So I just saw it. Right. You know. Right. Yep. 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 <laughs> so it's crazy. Read that at your leisure. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Probably don't. Probably yeah. Best to just leave that one alone. Um, and then I put in here the link for the French curse words. Um, so read that at your at your leisure. Also. Thank you. Um, so James, uh, I put a link in here that I wanted you to talk about, although you probably don't know anything about it. Um, the three percenters, unlike the five percenters, which is something else entirely. Or the one percent. <laughs> right. So uh, the three percenters is a, what would you say, a patriotic an American patriotic uh, brotherhood organization. Um, I think that's what they think they are. Right. It says an American patriot movement, which pledges resistance against all enemies, foreign or domestic, regarding what it believes to be infringement of the United States Constitution. So I don't know. This just seems like some kind of wacky fringe group. Um. I'm seeing the I'm seeing the logo more and more, and as a matter of fact, we looked at it. Uh, it's on our on someone we know's page, and we were like, I was like, oh, this is like a third. I thought it was like a military thing because I've seen it on so many military guys' cars and stuff, and I was like, okay, I, I didn't know what it was, and uh, now that I see it, I'm like, uh, it's fucking creepy. It started in 2008. Of course, a guy from the Alabama member of the Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers. Mm-hmm. Another creepy organization. Okay, good synopsis. No, I'm just buzzing through this. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's, this whole we probably need to look more into this before we talk more about it. But it's definitely like all this stuff is really creepy and too much, and you know, it's. Ugh. You know, it's just too much. Uh, if any of our listeners know anything about the three percenters, can say anything about them, good or bad, indifferent, whatever, uh, send us an email. Let us know. Please. Because obviously we're in need of more information on this one. Yep, we need some expert opinions. We do. Um. All right, so James, what else? What, what do we got here? What is a snack? Um. Yeah, so this is just... This is just um, a, a movie. Um, Snakes out of Compton. Snakes out of Compton. It's going to be the next, or people are predicting it's going to be the next uh, Sharks, Sharknado. Sharknado? Yeah. So I put the trailer in there for anyone to watch. It's fucking weird. And probably not the next Sharknado, but <laughs> whatever. Um, probably more That's like the trailer. Next, it's probably probably not even going to be the next Birdemic, but... <laughs> It looks like so bad that it might be worth like kind of downloading and then buzzing through really quickly to like see what scenes you catch, you know. 
the snake gets bigger and bigger and starts eating people whole and stuff. <laughs> and it has fangs and, a, and horns. It's like not by no means a regular snake. Um, it's the demon serpent. Yeah. And uh, this guy says, <laughs> this guy says, uh, the first comments is what moron funded this to be and thought it'd be a good movie. And it's perfect. They're absolutely right. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, whatever. There was that. And then there's, uh, the uprising is coming. Oh, this is, this is to prepare you for the, uh, for the, for the primate. The coming race war? Krav Maga up- uprising. Oh, oh that. Yeah. The Krav Maga ma- yeah. macaque attack? Yeah. <laughs> macaque attack, go! <laughs> That'd be a great band name. Macaque attack. It's my speed metal band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and the last one is just. Oh, this is this is a weebo a weebo cringe compilation, and it's so cringy. Oh, it's so cringy. It's super cringy. So yeah, have fun with that. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I mean, there's a lot of other good stuff going on out there today, but I I do want to dip more into the three percent thing, and we'll definitely look into that. Um. Me and Michael were talking about it last night. I think we both want to know more about it. So it's good to know who's out there, you know. Uh, yeah, so I'll look into that and we'll talk about it some more in the next in the coming weeks. And um, we got a book for next week, right? Yep. Yeah, so books next week and Star Citizen soon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll have more stuff to talk about. Coming days. Cool. Uh, you guys got anything else? I do not. Before we. Wrap this sucker up. Put a bow on it. Oh, um, not having to do with the show necessarily, but James, I told Mike already, I'm going to be in town December uh, like 10th to the 16th that week. So we'll have to do something. Yeah, email. For anybody interested, email evan at theiopanel.com to make appointments. And reservations. If you have to ask what the appointment's for, you know what the appointment's for. Don't even ask. Just make your appointment. That's true. Okay. Email for rates. He will send you the rates. <laughs> <laughs> 150 flowers for half an hour. <laughs> um, great. So how will you be in for the weekend? Uh yeah. I'm probably gonna oh, like good. leave uh I might take the the uh Proceeding Friday off, also. Nice. So we can do a. Maybe we'll give we'll get a show in. We'll do a show. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll probably be Saturday to Saturday. Nice. Good. Good. So we'll get one show in. That'll be good. Excellent. Cool. I think that was our one of our best shows was the live show. I don't know the show number because I'm a bad show host, but it was a good show. That's right. It was like forty six. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, we look forward to that. Um, I think that just about does it. So for everyone here at the IO panel, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, rants, whatever, please send us an email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. You can check out all of our stuff at the website, iopanelpodcast.com. You can subscribe to our show there, um, either using an RSS feed link or there's links to iTunes, Google Play Music. Uh, the show's up there also. 
And uh, we also have a link on there to our Patreon. So if you feel like supporting us, go ahead and check out the Patreon link and uh, support us that way. We also have an Amazon affiliate link there. So if you're ever ordering anything off of Amazon, go ahead and use that link. We might get thrown a buck or two. I don't know that there's ever generated any money for us yet, but <clears throat> here's to hoping. So from everyone here, thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.